Ladies and gentlemen, you tuned in to all new episode of Rap Lab Podcast. It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. It's the one and only T.O. It's the Dilio. And it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG. Yes, okay. I like that. I like okay, that. Okay, okay. That's, like that. that, that's new. I like that. Okay. Well, we got new energy, new levels, new everything coming around here on the Rap Lab Podcast. So, yeah. Uh, that's goddamn right. Because, you know, we, 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 uh... We we the shit in Estonia and we the shit in Paraguay. We worldwide, baby. But um appreciate y'all tuning in uh on uh Stitcher and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. And uh the the cops that killed Brianna Taylor still out there, so please arrest them. And uh the topic today is what we like to call and this might be one of the greatest debates in rap ever. And I don't think it's been done yet. And if it has been done, it ain't been put out there on the air yet. So we did it first. We did that. It's uh, what we like to call the three-headed monster. So each of us is going to take one artist. The three biggest of this generation, or at least the last ten years, is going to be my man's Drizzy versus uh, QG's man's Kendrick Lamar versus T.O.'s man J. Cole. We're going to try to see what's what, who's who, and who the best is. I mean, DJ Khaled ain't here, so I can't say we the best, but yeah, I know. So, uh, before, before, we, before we actually get into it, we're going to go around the room. Um, QG, what makes, you, what makes you so high on Kendrick Lamar? What makes me high on Kendrick Lamar, one particular thing that I could put out there for everybody, it has to do with his lineage and the tradition of where he comes from. Now, when you think of Compton, you got to look at the history with Mixmaster Spade. You have to look at the world-class wrecking crew with Alonzo. And then, of course, you got when NWA broke out and Eazy-E came out. Then you had Quick, then you had Compass Most Wanted, then you got King T, and then you got Game when he came out. You have all these different artists that came out from one location. So now you have a kid coming up from under the tutelage of these great MCs and great artists and producers. What did it for me with him was he's so different than each and every one of them. He's not a gangbanger. He comes with this unorthodox style that I've never heard before. And he has to keep up the traditions of the city of Compton while trying to be original at the same time. That's impressive and that's amazing. And the fact that he was able to do that from the beginning when he first came out, what did it for me, I can't tell you the first time I heard Kendrick, but I can tell you the first time I saw Kendrick and it was the 2011 BT Awards and the Cypher that he was with Tech Nine, he was with he was with Bob, he was with Shane Gun Kelly, and he was with Big Crip. So now when I heard Kendrick rap that rap, yeah, one line st- uh, that stood out, he said, "What's your plans to win a Grammy? Sweet taste of victory, like Opus Brunetti." I just started laughing so hard. I said. <laughs> This kid, I said, this kid has a sense of humor, but at the same time, it was a metaphor that you could actually look at. So he's got punchlines, he's got metaphors, he has technique, he has creativity. So you take all that 
with the history of Compton and the gangsterism of Compton, if he could incorporate all of that into one package, to me, you got the perfect MC. So that's why I'm eye on Kendrick. And you know what's funny about what you said about him being from Compton and him being original? You know what makes you know what what comes to mind about what you said that I find to be very true. What's up? So you look at all the Compton rappers, right? Um, Easy E, yeah. Crip, yeah, um, yeah, MCA, Game Who's a Blood, Crip, MCA Game Crip. Blood, uh, DJ Quick, Blood. Yeah. Um, I mean, and Dr. Dre wasn't didn't have uh, no gang affiliations, but you right. know he was close, he was close to Suge Knight. Uh, he was hanging right. around Bloods. I mean, yeah, that's that's what got him to leave later on. But I mean, right. for the most part, with the exception of Dre and with the exception of Ren, everybody else was was gangbanging. So I think like he's the first one in a very long time. Uh, no guys or nothing. And I feel that's like, refreshing. Yes. And, and I feel like coming from a place like Compton, where gang culture is just so prevalent, like, like you just said, is not only is a breath of fresh air. Kudos to him for being able to survive. Without being yes. dragged into that. So, he didn't have to join a gang. He didn't have to claim a gang. He he, he spoke about gangs, obviously, you know, the, the history and the stories of, of what was going on. And he's been around gangs, obviously. Uh, like he, a lot of his peoples that he grew up with were in gangs. But shout out to him, like you said, for never coming under that pressure of joining them. You know what? You know the thing about Kendrick? Like, the first time I heard him was. I heard his mixtape, but then I heard, like what really stood out was that song Regal Mortis, because I was like, who the hell is this guy? And who comes out with a song name called Regal Mortis? You got to be special to do something like that. The 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 first part, what what, what <laughs> the first part made me laugh because he was so nonchalant. What he said, he's like, he did, yes sir, he did. I said, Judge, he did. I killed him. He did, bitch. <laughs> Yo, that's I just love guy. I love his animation. I love his style. I love how how animated he can be on certain songs. It's like it's like watching a movie, man. That, that that's just how good that's just how good he is. And uh just 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 for for any of the kids who might be listening to this, just remember you don't have to be a product of your environment. You can be around something and not have to be in it. So shout out kudos to Kendrick. So now we're gonna shift our yes, focus sir. to the one and only T.O. And uh, we know you got roots in North Carolina. J. Cole got roots in North Carolina, so I shouldn't even ask this question, but uh, why, why J. Cole for you? Because he's from North Carolina. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, That's all? No, nah, I'm just kidding. No, nah, because I first heard this guy. I never got a chance to hear his earlier stuff, like the warm-up and the come-up and everything. I heard about that a little bit later on. The no, first time no, no, no Friday Night Lights? No, 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 no. I'm going to get to that. Well, I first heard him on A Star Is Born. So for some... Oh, the Jay-Z song. Yes. Some may remember this was off the Blueprint 3 album uh, from Jay-Z, and it was A Star Is Born. And when I heard him, I was like, okay, I like this guy. And the funny part is this man was... He was around during the American Gangster session. It's just that he got dismissed by Jay-Z. So to me, Cole had a plan after that. But my thing about Cole is... For someone from North Carolina, you know, North Carolina is not an easy state to survive in anyway. You know, it's a big You said that wrong again. You said that wrong again. What are you talking about? You can't just say North Carolina just like that. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. North Carolina! Yeah, okay, yeah. Better. Happy. Um, And 
one thing about Cole that stood out to me was a bit of lyricism and as well as relating to what the issues of him growing up and what goes down in down south. But he could tackle on anything, in my opinion. I just like him. But, but, but my, I just like him based on his lyricism. He his production is great, and he always has a story to tell. I love his storytelling, and to me, that's what's partially missing in the rap game. No offense to the two others. I mean, Drake, uh, Kendrick can tell the story if he wants. I don't really hear much stories from Drake, but I'm more of a fan of the storytelling, and of course, I'm a fan of conscious rap. So around that time, being biased in my opinion, was when rap was starting to fall off a bit. I felt like J. Cole was trying to come in and to bit, you know, maybe some people will say hopefully save hip-hop. But the lyricism, it just grew on to me. So when I heard A Star is Born, I said, oh, okay. Now, Al, you did mention Friday Night Lights. That's mm-hmm. the first time I really heard J. Cole's album. Once again, I did not get to the come up or the warm-up first. Friday Night Lights is what took over, and it was really... It had the hype behind it. People was like, yo, listen to Friday Night Lights. I said, all right, I'll give it a try. So when I first heard the, and it was a mixtape. Once again, it was not really much of an album. So when I heard Friday Night Lights, I said, oh, my God. I'm really liking this guy. He's got great, you know, free, he's got yeah, great freestyles yeah. a bit. He's got, you know, yeah. it's, I just love, I just love how he just took time to create the effort into it. Like, back to the topic freestyle was crazy. Which is weird because I never knew Mario Winans helped produce that. Yeah, Mario Winans is a great producer. Very underrated. I just um, want to know. I could, I could tell you this, though. Well, I just want to know why you sing. Oh, my God. <laughs> you sound like you just waking up. I mean, that was a big hit for Mario Winans. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. That's the only that's the, Mario Winans. That's the only Mario Winans song I know, to be to be frank with it, you. It's, it's a big hit for Mario Winans, but it's not a big hit for the Candyman, so you need to stop. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll like, but I could t- but, but yeah, to add on to that J. Cole stuff, uh, the first time I heard of him was the come up. Thank you to my boy Ralph, man, the boss man. He always puts me on to these guys. So he put me on to the come up. And what did it for me was Dead Presidents. You know, everybody wants to rap over the Dead Presidents instrumental. And you know when you touch a beat like that, you got to come with something different. And that's exactly what J. Cole did. He did it twice. He rapped over it two times. Two times. I heard, I heard it later on, he, too. He went, in on, he went in on that instrumental, and then I followed up with him. I had, you know, I was listening to the tapes of, uh, like you said, Friday Night Lights was amazing. I heard him on A Star Is Born, and he destroyed that, destroyed that verse. Then you got... Uh, the whole story of Simba, you know what I mean? Young Simba, oh he could call God. himself that. And he, 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 just, he, just, he just told amazing, amazing stories. And also what did it for me is the fact that he went to St. John's University. He you know, was up yeah. here, man. <clears throat> he, he yes, he was. Up. You know, I was just about to bring that up because yeah, as somebody yeah. who knows T.O. personally, like when I think about T.O. and rap, I, I always say this to myself, like, yo, T.O. is so New York. And uh-huh. you can't get no more in New York than than going to St. John's. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And Cole, he said it on the record. He's going to take advantage of the education. And he was out here. He was out here in New York for a while. So you can hear the East Coast style 
in his in in his style. And it's, it's, you, know, you it's mentioned like, North it's, Carolina. It's, it's it's a mix between both, in my opinion. I feel like he's he still got his roots from North Carolina, but he still got that New York sound with it. And, and I love and, the fact that he shouted out Petey. I like that. He paid homage and respect. Well, because technically, when you look at North Carolina, I mean, you got little brother as well, but Petey sort of beat right. him just before that. Right. Right. So when you really look at North Carolina mainstream, you got to give credit to Petey Pablo. He helped. Put the mainstream on the map for North Carolina. I got a question for you guys. Is it safe to say that J. Cole, because the, the first mixtape came out, what, in 2007? Seven. Yeah. I, I don't know how I missed that. I'm going to be, I'm be you, honest, you, everyone. You want, you, want me to, you want me to be real honest with y'all, and y'all might just be surprised? Well, Go ahead. Well, before I even tell y'all this, for anybody who knows me personally, when I talk music, and QG, you and I have spoke about this Plenty of times. To two, what do what do I normally say when it comes to mixtapes? Mixtapes don't count. I didn't right. listen to any of his mixtapes until after I heard Sideline Story. Because I heard right. Sideline. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll save that for when we when we actually talk about their albums. But I'll, I'll get into his mixtapes after Sideline Story. But yeah, I, I heard Sideline Story first, and you know, I got some opinions of Sideline Story. But all right. But um, but yeah, but shout outs to J Cole. I, I respect him because he's been going to the recent protests on the on the front lines, trying to you know. Absolutely, he's out there trying to he's get. That that's that's a multimillionaire being and, and down it, in the trenches with the people. And another thing I like about Cole, he's so private. He doesn't very private. He doesn't he doesn't have to showcase through the media unless I mean if it's albums, fine, you have to because you want to get um records sold. But everything besides that, he doesn't. He's he's really to himself. You know who he gets that from? You guys, you guys know who he shares a birthday with? Who? Rakim. Rakim. Really? And and Rakim is one of the most private people you could ever know. And and the and the thing about it, Cole is from like the influence from Jay Z to Nas. Hell, oh, yeah. he. Hell, one of his, one of his, I think it was one of his first albums he mentioned one time, which, which he said is one of the most influential albums. In other words, it was boring to Al was Tupacalypse now. But that goes to show you the type of person J. Cole is. J. Cole is a person who's very into the social order and, and politics. And, 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 that's he, what, and, and that's yeah. what inspired him. To be an artist like that, he yeah. got inspired. There's always something to talk about. Yes, Jay Z is his mentor, but Tupacalypse now was partially his inspiration to be that kind of an artist he is, especially a conscious rapper. Because we know oh, Tupacalypse yeah. now was really a conscious type out. Right, and again, much like with Kendrick, Kendrick is also a conscious MC, and uh, coming from where he came from, I'm sure that's another album that, that that's also on his playlist. That's also why I feel there's a there's a connection between Kendrick and Cole because they're like it's like two two guys cut from the same cloth. You know, they're from different areas, but they have an understanding of what needs to be said. And I think they have a bond and a chemistry when it comes to that. There's always something to talk about. And we are black brothers and we're gonna come together and we're gonna spread our message sometimes together, sometimes separately, but all under the same umbrella. 
Dope, dope, dope. And then that brings us, last but not least, to my man, Drizzy Drake. Um, You know, I would, background story, uh, when I was younger, I was a huge fan of the show Degrassi. And then go ahead, go ahead, QG, make the joke. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm actually using Degrassi for my garden. I'm, I'm putting, you know, some tomatoes. Oh. Some, uh, plants, you know? <laughs> I mean, listen, you guys, you guys got the advantage as far as because I've never watched a single episode of that show. I don't know anything about that bro, show. That, so that show guys, that sh- bro, as a as a as a as a as a as a teenager, that show was great, man. Um, but I, I, can I, name, I, I can name I can name plenty better shows than that. Anyway, so I mean, I didn't meet, I didn't come upon Drake. Drake, I, that man was introduced to me as Jimmy Brooks, but uh, later known on to be to be uh, known as Wheelchair Jimmy. But uh, yeah, that's that's where I first seen Drake as an actor, not a rapper. Um, going towards his is the end of his run on that show, uh, he would rap occasionally. I was like, oh, son is nice. Then can uh, you tell me the episode that he got shot? <laughs> that's messed up man no 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 no. listen as a person who's never seen Degrassi I want to see that episode <laughs> now now instead you want to see other episodes Degra- now for those of y'all who don't know Degrassi was like a teenage uh, uh, what, what's the word just teenage drama um and uh yeah um dealt with a lot of things uh, teenagers what's, getting pregnant. Was it pre- because he got? Was it because he got that that shit doing on him at that game show and his best friend? Yeah. So, so so hold on, I'm getting there. So CQG, this is so fucked up. You're so fucked up, bro. Because <laughs> in the whole course of the series, people done got stabbed and died. Teen, these teenage girls was taking ecstasy. They was getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. Gay kids was mm-hmm. getting assaulted for coming out. And, and, and just a whole bunch of issues that teenagers in high school deal with, and you want right. to see the one episode where this thing gets shot. What the well, fuck uh, is wrong with well, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that's one of the greatest episodes ever ever put out there. But but you know, I'm kind of mad because if I knew that show existed and if I knew that they were going to do that, I could have auditioned for it. Oh my god! Because if I would have shot him, he wouldn't be in a wheelchair. He'd be in a casket. <laughs> anyway, uh, that episode of y'all it's online out there. Uh, pretty much, uh, uh, Drake, the character Drake played Jimmy, his best friend, poured paint on this kid. He took paint and feathers when this, when they were on national TV during a game show, and that kid uh, went to the bathroom to go wash himself off, and uh, his friend and another kid, uh, Drake's friend and another kid, was overheard because uh, they knew the kid was in the bathroom. And they were like, oh, yeah, Jimmy did it. So that man went, and uh, he went and got the gun and went back to school that day and sought his revenge. Good for him. <laughs> he shot an innocent man. You call that innocent? Anyway. Well, technically, actually, he well, was well, innocent because he had nothing to do with it. Well, <laughs> he technically well, didn't I, have no, anything listen, to do no, with it. No, 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 he had everything to do with it. Just him being on the show makes him have everything to do with it. But Yo, he has no, let's, he but, has no but, respect. But, but let me be fair. Let me be fair. Let me be fair. The first time I heard Drake was a song called Over. And again, I didn't know who this guy was. But then somebody Wait, the was first Drake song him. you heard was Over? Wow, that's yes. late. But go on. Yes, 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 yes. And thank, thank goodness it was late. Because if I heard him earlier than that, I probably wouldn't even be talking about him. But... Um, 
I heard the song. I wasn't impressed by the beat. I hated the beat. And then, you know, with him and the, you know, too many people out here. Yeah. What? Did you swallow a bird swallowing auto-tune at the same time? The first time I heard him was, like, way back. This is around the time that I think he was nearing the end of the run of Degrassi, but I think... What was the song? Replacement Girl. That's the first time I heard him actually come on TV and actually rap. And I was like, I'm like, oh, that looks familiar. That's the dude from, you know, Degrassi. So when I heard him rap, it wasn't bad. I mean, right. Trey Songs, I mean, and, and shout out to Trey Songs because he is part of, he helped put J. Cole on the map. So, I mean, I'm sorry, he put uh, Drake on the map. And Trey Songs uh, did that? Yeah. Drake. He was on the, he was on the song. I got to have, I got to have, have a talk with uh, Trey, man. I mean, because he, <laughs> he, he, he really messed up the industry with that. Oh, nah, Trey songs and um, Drake had successful. That song was a big hit. Oh like, yeah. 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 I heard that song. I, I just, just want to be successful. Well, apparently you weren't because that song sucks. Oh, but that was, but that was off a mixtape, right? No. Well, it was off of, um, Mixtape that later got released, that later got uh, converted to an EP, and, and and was his first. What was the name of commercial. it? What was the name so, of the tape? So far gone was the name of the project. But well, what was the oh, other yeah. one? Well, what was the other one where the cover is him, and I think he has like a a jacket on. You see like a bunch of fall leaves in the background. That's the uh, al- that's the album I'm thinking of, but I know that's the oh, mixtape. Oh oh oh! I know the one. It's uh. It's basically the uh, Degrassi soundtrack where oh. he's lying oh, on the floor. <laughs> what? That's what? That's what it is. But 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 all but all jokes aside, oh, you're, yeah. think, you're thinking a comeback season, T.O. That's what comeback it was. Season. Comeback season. I did the, I did see that. that. I did, is that the that's one? That's seven. Is that the one where he supposedly, which I heard people got pissed at. He did a song called November 18th, and it was a homage to the uh, Chopped and Screwed 227th. Yeah. He has a song on there called The City Is Mine. Really? I mean, unless that's just, I mean, that's just Canada. Wait, is he, I mean, I didn't hear this tape, but he also has the Barry Bonds freestyle. Is he rapping over different beats or is there original production here? No, he's rapping over different beats. Okay. Uh, oh, he has a jacket full beats himself? Interesting. But, um,. I, my first exposure to Drake was so far gone, and um, so yeah, far he's gone, so far gone. All right, stop it. <laughs> I mean, he that that mixtape was full of hits because he had successful, he had best I ever had, he had I'm going in. One of the dumbest oh, yeah. videos, one of the dumbest videos ever had no sense to the song. What was that? What was that video? Best I ever had, and and that's Kanye's fault for directing it. Mm-hmm, the worst he ever had. And, and supposedly uh, that, and Al, since we Brooklynites, supposedly that video took a uh, place at Bishop Ford, the high school. Yeah. Wow. I heard. And, and then uh, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. But y'all gotta remember, y'all know who discovered him rapping wise, right? You know Jay Prince discovered him, right? Well, that's well, that's probably why he did November eighteenth. That explains the uh, the ties between the between the two. Jumping forward a little bit, when he got into that issue, who who was it with? 
was it there was a beef that he got into and Jay Prince jumped in and 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 and, and said that nothing's going to happen to Drake he's under he's under our protection. I remember him coming out saying that. You know what's funny? And this is what I never understood. So, Bun B's third solo album, Trilogy, right? The intro, Jay Prince does the intro. Drake mm-hmm. is nowhere featured on this album. But well no, he's actually featured on the last song, Pardon. But why in the intro to the album is he bigging up Drake and Drake didn't have nothing to do with anything. I never understood. Why was why was why was Bun B bigging up Drake? No. Bun B why had Jay Prince? Prince on on Bun B's uh, album doing the intro uh, bigging up Drake. Okay. And this is and it was Jay Prince who, who was giving up the who was bigging him up. Yeah, but I, I can't say nothing bad about Jay Prince because you know that man he, he send people after you. No, no, n- nothing bad to say about Jay Prince. Jay Prince is real, you know. But uh, that right there is just a is just a tactic just to get people talking. Like, well, if Jay Prince is co-signing this guy, this guy must be something good. And and that's and that's Jay and that's Jay Prince saying something. You really better come up with something. All right, so we done discussed beginnings and mixtapes, so let's get into the albums. Let's talk about the solo albums first. So we'll go to uh, Kendrick Lamar. <coughs> now, of course, Kendrick Lamar had the uh, universally acclaimed mixtape Section 80, but he really had his first mainstream release with uh, 2010's Good Kid Mad City, which, uh, if y'all know me, of course, I got it on CD and I had to go get the two-disc deluxe. But uh, QG, since 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 um, Kendrick is your guy, talk to us about Good Kid Mad City, if you will. With pleasure. First, you gotta go. You gotta go back before that. Now, you did mention his uh, his previous work with uh, Section Eighty. His mixtapes were kind of set up as the precursor. You know, when you talk about um, overly dedicated, which I recently just threw to the top of my playlist. Much like you know, you guys, I didn't really get into his mixtapes because the first time I heard him on a record, Wax was. Uh, feature, and I heard him on the game album, the Red album, with, mm-hmm. with the song The City, and I just loved the way he rapped over it acapella. Like, he was just going so fast and so aggressive and just hitting you with punchlines. He was like, reminiscing on the L.A. Raydons, setback fitted in my uncle's dome when I picked it to Westside, like the way he was delivering. So, when Good Kid Mad City came out in 2012, I said, okay, this is this is gonna be crazy because I heard this kid rap. Here's this album, Good Kid, Mad City, and it's released on Aftermath. Like you know already, hey, you got Dr. Dre behind you. You know I'm gonna go for it. So this is this was his second studio album, and it was released uh, in uh, October of the 22nd. Top Dog Entertainment was the distribution. You know you guys are gonna hear a lot about Top Dog. That's his that's his management. That's the management company. And we heard the hits, swimming pools, pour up, drink, sit down, drink. I said, oh, this is different. Then you got the recipe and you got backseat freestyle makes me laugh. And that doesn't <laughs> make me laugh, but, but I am so impressed with the way that he raps over it because I picture it like Good Kid Mad City is a movie from the intro to the outro. And it, every, it, it, it every, kind of ties every, in. Every, every song with a skit, bro. Every song end. with a skit. You can. It's like it's like menace to society. It's like boys in the hood. It's like all those things coming together on one record, and then you just follow it from track 
to track, to track. So when you listen to backseat freestyle, I picture him in the backseat doing a freestyle. And then the way that he can switch his flow, he first he'll rap regular, then he'll go fast. Then he'll go faster than that. And then see uh you got no talk about it, talk about it. That that that's that's why when I try to try to recite his earliest shit, Rick and Mortis, that third verse, I don't know what the hell was going on because I lost my love. He caught the man. Holy Ghost, bro. He caught the Holy Ghost. Uh, don't kill my vibe, which was which was a crazy hit. He even created. He even he even told us this character Shireen. He created this person named Shireen, aka Master Splinter's daughter. Like what? Who is Shireen? <laughs> It kind of it kind of takes that. you back to the old school. It's like the old school with Jane, where EPMD created Jane, and then you got all these. You're giving us this character from top to bottom, and of course, uh, Al, you and I could discuss this. The uh, song "Poetic Justice" featuring your boy. Oh yeah, you know your boy Drake was on there, and it's a it's a hot record, "Poetic Justice." I love you know, the way that they threw in that Janet Jackson sample. You know what's funny? My favorite my favorite song on the whole album isn't even on. The standard disc. Oh, it's on the deluxe edition. I Black Boy Fly is my favorite. Black Boy Fly is a phenomenal, phenomenal record. But you already know track number eight. Track number eight is one of my favorites for a reason. Mads, oh, because MC8 is on there. Listen, this kid is from Compton. And you bring out one of the most gangster Compton rappers known in history. You got MC8 on the song with you. And for those people that want to see the interview where MC8 talks about it, he knew of Kendrick through mutual people. And Kendrick reached out to him to get on a song. And MC8 agreed. He heard the beat. And it was just natural for him. What I loved about it is it shows generations, man. It shows, okay, from, it's like teacher and student. You got one of your influences on a song with you. You can't get no no better than that, man. And a lot of people miss the point with swimming pools and drink. You know, Kendrick is a guy that also has battled a lot of demons. He said that. And alcoholism is one of them. And he put it out there, you know what I'm saying, what he was talking about. You got the recipe, of course, with Dr. Dre. Uh, Black Boy Fly, like you mentioned. You know what I mean? And uh, you got the song with Mary J. Blige. You got a song with Mary J. Blige. If you could do a song with Mary J. Blige, man, you let just like Jay-Z said, I got songs with Mary J. Blige. So Kendrick got that under his belt. And it was just a great album, man. It was so refreshing for California. You're talking about a new voice of California with that Good Kid, Mad City album. It was just so, so, so freaking good, man. You could just listen to it over and over and over. And it was successful. It sold very well. It got great ratings. And throw it at the top of the playlist, man. All right. So debut albums. T.O., Walk Us Through Sideline Story by J. Cole. Sideline Story, when I first heard it, I I ain't gonna lie. I didn't know it was gonna be a a debut album because we were just so busy hearing a lot of mixtapes from this man. And then... From a commercial standpoint, it looked like he was trying to fit in with the mainstream, but still the lyrics were there. And and a lot of and of course at this time, he produces he's a producer as well, so he's gonna produce most of his debut album. So when I heard Sideline Story, the whole entire album, I said from a commercial standpoint, it doesn't it actually sounds great. But the lyricism, it just I yo, 
Dollar in a Dream Part Three. Oh, oh my man. God! Forget what a song. it. And that's <laughs> the, and that's only the that's only the the first song after the intro. So, of course, the biggest hit I think was "Can't Get Enough" because uh, you know that's the hook right there. So this is what I was talking about <laughs> when when I was saying earlier that he sort of incorporates a bit of the East Coast and the Down South sound. So right there, that's the hook right there. Uh, New York don't say dirt. Down South will say dirt. Or damn sure St. Louis will say dirt. You can ask Nelly. But that's the hook right there. And of course, who's on the song? Trey Song. So you know Trey Songs is everywhere. And then, of course, I think one of the other uh, Mr. Nice Watch with uh, with Jay-Z, that was a good song. Of course, that's a bit of a help since he's part of Rock Nation. It was and, a good look. And, and Al, once again, your boy's here. I got Can I hit it in the morning? Yeah, he was on. He was on the. He was on the. I'll I, I give Drake credit, even though he was sort of rapping and singing. He didn't. He didn't do bad on that second verse. I give him credit on that song. But sideline story just made me realize how much of a of a gift J Cole is as far as lyricism and how much he tells stories. Rise and shine, another one. What a song! I'm surprised you 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 didn't men, you didn't mention can't get enough. I did mention can't get it like three minutes ago. Oh yeah, you did. You I, did. My bad. My bad. My bad. I I think I think you're thinking about work out. Work out for me. Work that out was the, for me. That was a single. We that was a, a video single. That. Yeah, I mean it was not bad. And then and very then, uh, very 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 Paula Abdul. Vibe. Yeah, that, it was a Paula Abdul sample. That's the funny thing. It was actually a Paula Abdul sample. So that is really so, cool. So for him to. And for him to think someone like like who really samples Paula Abdul, so that was a great look, and it was a bit of a homage. So shout out to Paula Abdul. I know it has nothing to do with rap, but still. And That's cool. And who was that? What, remember that? Uh, who was that chick that did the violin? Because I heard her chick. since she was right. on the Twister song. Um, yes, overnight celebrity. She was a hip hop violinist. Yes, she was. She was, was, she was on that. One. Yeah. Shout out. And to I was her. like, oh, wow. Yo, I was like, it's Where been years since I heard from here. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, oh that's the name. Mary Ben. Is it Mary Ben Ari? Mary yes, Ben yes, Ari. Yes. Wow. When I've I was, heard that name when I heard her, I was like, yo, I forgot about her because I felt like she yeah. disappeared after like 2006. But if you wanted this to a great debut album, even though, and it was really a successful after three mixtapes, Sideline Story told it all. I mean, it, it took five years to go platinum. But it's but he it's did a, it. But he did it, and it's a really, really great album to listen to. It has more, it has more bright storytelling than ever, and that's the thing about J Cole that we're missing in the game today. Like we don't have much storytelling. I mean, sideline story was cool, but you know, it let Nas down. No, he did not let Nas down. He did let Nas down. No, he didn't. Nas is one of his favorites, so he felt. The, the story behind that goes with the hit singles. When the hit singles came out, Oz was like, yeah, they're good, but I expect more from you because I've heard your other songs where you're really rapping, really spitting. He didn't like those songs. He, he wasn't feeling them songs. So that's why J. Cole, like you said, Mac, he's trying to be in the mainstream but keep it lyrical at the same time, which is very difficult exactly. to do. So he had to really sit back and look and study and be like, okay, I could still do what I do, but I got to think of it a different way. Don't try to be like them. 
I can, but what will make me original and make me stand out? And that's that's another thing that Kendrick also also did with his with his album Good Kid and and with Section Eight Point Because in the mixtapes, he did the same thing. He was rapping over different beats. He was you saw something special was there. But what can I do as an artist and as a rapper to do something different than everybody else? And that is what J. Cole had to do. That's what Kendrick had to do as well. And Go ahead. I think like when you said let what what was the song that um that Nas was sort of like a little bit like uh, it was a workout, Nas, right? I think it was Nas, I think Nas it was workout. Wasn't workout. He yeah, wasn't he, really feeling workout. And, and I understand that was the first thing, and I, I, and I can understand why he didn't. And he, yeah, because uh, for, and 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 Nas is one of his influence, so so Al right. is probably why he said he let Nas down, because you know, from a veteran of Nas who was a super lyrical person, super storytelling person, this is where J Cole gets his influence once again. So of course, workout is now something Nas will feel. And this is coming from a veteran who's sort of done it all. And again, Nas Nas also hopped on the remix of Let Nas Down. Yep. And he and he told his side of it. He's like, You didn't let me down. I just expected more of you. That's it. He just expected more of J. Cole, and that's fine. Who but Nas can tell you that if he wants more out of you? Shit. That's great. <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, when I first heard Let Nas Down, I said, Let Nas Down, what the hell happened? Until I had to read the background, I said, Ah. It has to do with that workout because I remember Nas mentioning that. Like if one of your like 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 I, I could pose this to you, Candy Man. If if, if Master P came to you and said, "Hey, Wody, you letting me down out here in these streets? You'll change everything, won't you?" Because that's the Colonel. I can't I can't do nothing to go against the Colonel. The Colonel telling me right. to switch up. I gotta do what the Colonel right. to tell me to do. Right, because that's your biggest influence. So with Cole, Nas is the biggest influence. So he that's exactly what happened. But now, but, but, but I mean, I mean, but you can't, you can't compare the Colonel to Nas. What the hell is wrong with you? He's still why would a pick I compare, why, why would I want to do that? That's an insult to Nas. <laughs> what? Are you kidding? As far as lyricism does, yes, that's an insult to Nas. Yo, Ma- 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 Master P opened doors for the South, man. Compare the Colonel to Nas. Compare the Colonel to Nas. Nas should have been on 4321, not no Colonel. Listen, 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 listen. The colonel, the colonel out here making business moves last 25 years. Nas only made yeah. one, and that was when so, he opened the restaurant. Yeah, 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 but I bet you it's not high in sodium. That chicken and waffles got to be high in sodium. You know how good that shit tastes? Alfred, 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 you, you, have you noticed the reviews of Sweet Chick? It is getting listen, hella good reviews. For, for, first off, if y'all ever get a chance, go to Sweet Chick, especially the one in Long Island City. Them uh, the, those those brunch burritos, oh man, them shit is good. But, I ain't gonna uh, lie, I like that one better than the one in Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't really any anything on Flatbush Ave. I try to avoid because you know Flatbush is too overcrowded for my liking. But joining Long Island City is on point. Yeah, but you can't compare the Colonel and Nas. Obviously, because Nas is a better rapper. Yeah, he is a better lyricist, but but moving on. Yeah. Um, Let's get let's get let's get to this guy's album. So my man Drake, we mentioned so far gone, but that was that was the EP. Thank me later, which I up and down. Classic, 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 classic. I will not thank you. I will never <laughs> thank you. Not for that. 
Uh, what do you have on here? Let's 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 look at this, man. Oh my. So we goodness. got up we got oh. up all night with him and Nicki Minaj. My personal favorite song on the album, Fancy with T.I. and Swiss Beats. So you fancy, huh? So you fancy, huh? That was terrible. So, this what is you what? mean? What you mean? What, what, what do you mean terrible? Yeah, what, huh? what do you hate? What do you hate? No, 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 no. no. Let me, let, it, first stop, of all, let me stop, tell you the first part that's terrible. Swiss Beats. I he, thought this, that was a Swiss song. I didn't even know that was a Drake song. What you mean? I, Swiss? Swizz, Swizzy's a legend. What do you stop uh, that? You know how many songs Swizz Beats produced that you like? He, he's it a legendary has, producer, it, but he shouldn't it, be rapping. That's the it's problem. Rapping, right not no nothing. rapping for you. He only did the hook. What are you talking about? That's it, bad enough. It, it just wasn't that good. How many times has Swizz Beats done the... Uh, done, come on. The how many times bad this, there's some hooks that he can get away with, and there's some ad-libs he can get away with. No disrespect to... I'm going to go back. Buster Rhymes, New York shit... Was a great good song, but mm, Swizz, nah. What was that he song? Said, what was that song? I forget how I go, but Swizzy, riding with my top down. Mm-hmm-hmm. Like, oh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was on. <laughs> I can't. It's been so long since I heard that song. I don't it, know. it was on Grand Theft Auto Four, man. Is that how the song went? Riding with the top down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm about to set it, No, that's not that's not how the that's not how the song I'm, goes. I'm about to say if it, if it, if that's the way the song goes, I'll pull it up right no, now. It's, it's, so no, it's no, no, it's Swiss Beats Top Down. That's his song. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you never gonna let me live that down, are you? Ab- absolutely not. <laughs> but 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 you see, you said this album by Drake is top to bottom a classic. There's only one song um, on this album I didn't like. What was that? Uh, Over. Oh, you know, the same song I heard him on. The same song I first heard him. Bro, bro. Oh, that song. Why, 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 why you hated it? I, I just wasn't a fan of the production, man. Okay. Like, and and him and Boy Wonder. Actually, no, no, no. Out. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's not over. It's not over. It's oh, it's fine. It's fine. Your love. Your Sorry. You're fine. Your love. Oh, oh no. Oh 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 And you know what the worst part is about that? No ID helped produce that. That's your boy, Mac. Oh no. That was. I'll never forget that performance too. I'll never forget that performance too, where he performed it live. He was on um, some show. And a he lot was of doing some dancing. Oh, that's man. That's 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 where I was like, this guy's singing now. Like I was used to him rapping, you know, and all that stuff. But then the singing, just like, oh damn. We're I gonna get that... to that towards the end because oh, oh. I got something to say about that with the singing and rapping part. Oh yeah, I got something for him too that he should know better than that. But yeah, but the album that, was that, very successful though. The album it, was. it was, and and you know what made this album successful? It's the team behind it, because you know Drake is Drake by that point part of the Young Money dynasty with uh, Weezy and Nicki. You know, you call that a dynasty, bro? You know how much how much record sales Young Money was having in that time period? Anything Can that Wayne, anything that yeah, Wayne or Nicki Minaj yeah, or Drake yeah, dropped, yeah. automatically sold, what bro. About the rest automatically of them? What about sold. The rest of them? What listen, about the listen, rest of them? listen. The rest they don't. Of them? We, we, gotta, I don't want. Gotta don't, island, gotta, listen, gotta island, don't, Jay Mills and who, 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 all right. You want to talk about the rest? 
everything Tiger did. Tiger was going gold. So what are you talking about? But 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 you but, know how but, easy but, it is for Tiger to go gold? Just add milk with the frosted flakes and you good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Listen, but, uh, but, but uh, I don't want to hear that about J Mills and gutter gutter and Why not? You said a dynasty. That's a little a little twist, a little Chucky and the rest of them, all right? A little Chucky Charles Lee Ray. Oh my god. But when you look at that particular era of Young Money, the 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 hottest, the only big headed monsters was just those three: Wayne, Drake, and uh, Nicki. But, but listen, listen, anything that Young Money did in that era, like, look, bro, come on, we don't it, take five. That's we, not a true we, statement. We, that's we no, that's not a true listen, statement. We did not take five years for albums to go platinum. Them shits went platinum in the first month, bro. But again, it's just those three. Those were the. the All right, but 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 millions of dollars from just those three. So that's fine. The rest. That's fine. That's fine as millions of dollars for most three, but you can't call it a dynasty. It's not. It's a, a dynasty, dynasty among those eats. three. Just like how the that's Lakers, the, La- the Lakers won three chips in a row. They uh, in, in in 2000 to 2002, bro. Three in Alfred, a row. That's Alfred, all we need is three, bro. That's that's a team effort. <laughs> this is a team effort. So so with, so, so Birdman, so. executive producer, Lil Wayne is the president. Kid so, Kid is the assistant. Like, come on, this is a team okay, effort. So 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 if it's the Lakers, so Birdman is Phil Jackson. Yes. Lil Wayne, I would say. Well, I mean, he he did his thing. So 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 I'll give Wayne to Kobe Bryant. I'll give him to Kobe Bryant. I'll give uh I'll give Nicki Minaj the um what player what player can I you give gotta Nicki give Minaj? you gotta give Lil Wayne nah. and Shaq Yo, she Lil Wayne Shaq she can do Derek nah, Fisher nah, 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 Lil Wayne is Lil Wayne is Shaq Drake is Kobe Lil is not Shaq. no Drake wrong, Drake wrong. is Kobe and wrong, Nicki Minaj wrong, is Robert Ory Big Shot Bobby wrong wrong no wrong, she's Derek Fisher I'm gonna tell you what it is right now Nicki Minaj is Shaq Wayne is Kobe and uh, Drake is the Tower Girl. He's the leader. He's the leader. He's the leader of the cheerleader squad. That's Drake. Oh my God. That's what he meant when he said he's gonna catch a body. He's gonna catch a body being a male cheerleader. That's what he meant. Oh, I can't wait to get to the beefs. That's another one I'm gonna talk about. But good album overall. Good album. Wow, you I saying mean, that Drake had a good album? Why? This it's is, a good album. It's a good album shocking. based on the numbers. No, not really, because I'll never listen to it. It's a good album based on the So wait, how you talking how we how we discussing something you'll never listen to? Where's the objectivity? There's your objectivity right there. I'm pointing at this object called I will not thank you later. And you can keep that to yourself. But why will you never listen to it? I want to understand. I'll never listen to it because it's not my taste. It's not my flavor. And I, and, I, and I could I could bring it up right now. But 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 as a, but as an on what is he? What is he? What is he? What is he? A rapper or a singer? What is he? He does both. Okay, so let me tell you something. We could jump to this right now. Is he a great artist? Yes. yes. Wait, I'm answering it. Is he a great artist? Yes, because you have to be great in order to do what he's done. He's done a lot. Is he a great rapper? Absolutely not. So you he want to talk not, about his singing. He's a good rapper, but he's not a great rapper. Kendrick is a great rapper. J. Cole is a great rapper. Drake is a good rapper. He's not great. There's a I'll, difference. I'll, I'll listen to him then more than a lot of people's today, uh, today's artists, though. I'll There's give him a, credit. I don't, I don't, where, where's his skills and technique, Candyman? Where's Does his Drake skills have, and, yes. Where's, where's Does Drake his skills, have skills and technique? And technique? 
Yes, he it? has skills. What's his technique. skill set? What is it? What is it? What is it? Bro, what does he have? Drake, Drake be coming with the bars, bro. What you Tell mean? Bars? What bars? Give me some. <laughs> oh, man. You knew that that was coming up next. Give me some. <laughs> Let me get some bars. Damn, Al, you bars? you, you, you want to talk about bars. All right. So what before, bars you got? So before thank me later. Oh, come on, man. Last what name bar? ever. First name greatest. Bobby. Like a spray angle, boy. nothing to play with. That's not hard. That boring, shit was in the Sprite commercial. Boring. Like, come on, hey, you, bro. Hey, hey, you know bro, was, was, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what the best what? thing about that Sprite commercial? He was rapping with no headphones on. That was great. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you mean to tell me forever, which was his song with, 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 with Eminem, with Eminem and the rest Eminem of them Eminem whooped all the Eminem asses. destroyed no, it. Eminem, Eminem had the best it. verse on that you song. You know it. No, he you did not. It. Eminem no, had the best verse. Eminem destroyed everybody that was on that song. You are out of your mind. Ow, why did Eminem have the last verse? I don't know. That's how they formatted. I don't know. M kill M M kill. No, Drake could have had the last verse, and there's a lot of people whose own songs had last verses in Posse Cuts. And that hook, and that hook was garbage. That hook was not garbage. It may not be garbage. Garbage. That sounds like fingernails digging in the skin. Damn, he said fingernails digging. Y'all some haters, man. You fucking haters, man. <laughs> we got a right. We got a right to do that. This <laughs> what you mean you got a right? Eminem, Eminem, Eminem destroyed everybody on that song. Ma- and, and, and matter of fact, that song was so hot, Eminem had to put that shit on relapse, and it wasn't even his song because well, he killed it. Because he killed it. You know what you know what Drake did? You know what Drake did? He was like, oh man, M, you killed me so bad on that. You could have the song. I don't even want it no more. You could take it and put it on your album. That's what he told him. He had no choice. There's a reason for that, Al. I mean, I mean, hey, Drake, Drake did a and I felt like this was a marketing thing, getting M on the song, because Eminem at that time was, you know, coming back. And, like, and, Relapse, and Relapse was a trash album, if I may say. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yes, it no, was. No, yes, it, it was. Better than Encore. Yes, it, better than Encore. It was better than, way better than Encore. I'll tell you that. Boing, boing, boing. Oh, my right. God. Why would you even say that? Let me ask you guys a question now. When you look at, okay, Drake is from where? Toronto, Canada, right? Yes, he's from Toronto. Whoa, 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 That's, not, that's oh, not how you say oh, it. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Right. Toronto, you Canada. <laughs> You're right. You want to get your you want to get your Dwayne Johnson on with that? Oh, you have to. What I'm yeah, saying is, what other rappers? Yeah, what, what, what 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 other rappers came out from Canada prior to Drake to make it to this level? Anybody? The only Canadian rapper that I know off the top of my head is Cardinal Alpha Show, but mm-hmm. other than that, is, nobody. Right. But not what not on Drake that? level. Definitely not. He put what Toronto I, on the map, rap wise. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and 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 that's the thing. There's no history and no legacy for him to live up to. So when he came out, he's repping Toronto. But you were wrong with that, Al, because the greatest that came out of Toronto with that, you know, what I'm saying was, you know, obviously there was other rappers like Edge and Bret the Hitman Hart, Chris Jericho was a great rapper from Canada. And another thing, who else is part of Drake's squad? The Quebecers, the the Mountie, all of other guys. Yeah, that's right. The Maple Leafs. down with Drake. Yeah, they down with Drake. I laugh when Drake goes to the Toronto games. He be making me laugh. <laughs> He's the mascot. 
the way I he's mean, been jumping up and down and, and and trying to distract the other players, somebody should just throw a basketball at him. Just, just <laughs> yo, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, he did do the most in that in that 2019 NBA Finals. Come like, on, he did too much. My man got a Kevin Durant tattoo and had it covered up with an armband, wearing his throwback Vince Carter jersey. That shit was crazy. like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, what is wrong with you, man? My man walking up and down the sideline yelling at Kevin Durant. Come on now. Is that nah, you gotta give you gotta give Drake credit though, because that 2016 All Star game, that farewell Mamba jacket he had on was fire. It was. It, it was a fire jacket. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant, man. I still can't really believe that shit. Absolutely, man. No question. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. But um, yeah. Don't 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 shit on my son, Jersey man. Oh, listen. I will lawn fertilize it all over that guy. <laughs> well, let's I, I continue. Just, I, all right. So as for all right, let's talk about sophomore albums real quick, because, you know, there is a thing called the uh, the, there is a thing called, yeah, the sophomore, the sophomore slump, the sophomore jinx, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Right. Mm -hmm. So. And I'm going to be very, very honest with y'all when I say this and some people might be mad, but. I feel like Kendrick Lamar. Like, I love Good Kid, Mad City. Don't get me wrong. Like, Good Kid, Mad City, I felt was an instant classic when I first heard it. But To Pimp a Butterfly just was so underwhelming to me. You know why it was underwhelming to you? Why? Because you didn't take time to understand it. What you mean? Let me break this down for everybody. Now, obviously the pressure is on for this time, for this album. To Pimp a Butterfly, because Good Kid was so good. So now, when Pimp a Butterfly comes out, everybody is wondering, okay, what's this going to be like? This album, hearing it, The Black of the Berry, King Kunta, and All Right, and all these songs. All Right is a Negro anthem, by the way. It's a Negro spiritual. When you see people out there protesting, they were singing these songs. We gonna be all right. Everybody's marching, everything like that. But to get besides that, there's themes behind this whole thing. There are things no, that I get you it, need but to take it out. Right. It goes back. No, not even that. Like, it goes back to like what I said about KRS-One, because obviously To Pimp a Butterfly is a very political album. I just yes, got to... I'm not always in the mood for that, though. I want to have fun. I want to feel good. I, I want to relax. Like, every if you want to... Well, listen. Every, if every you, last if album, you want to relax, and, every last it, every last song on that album, up and down, like, like where's the feel good record, my man? Like, no, 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 no. You see, you see, you're looking at it wrong. All right is a feel good record. All right but, gets you going. Mm, That's a feel, but you see, you're looking for something specific based on your mood. You're not looking at it from the political and social like aspect. from a, from a now, critical from a critical standpoint and, and, and a society standpoint yeah i get it but like i don't know like i'm just it does too much well let me tell you this let me tell you this the whole thing behind it and 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 mac you can appreciate this there's jazz on this album there's yep. funk on this album there's soul on this album there's spoken a, word on this album is that it's a, it's a poetic album do you know what inspired him to do this what he went to South Africa. Yes, he did. To, to visit Nelson Mandela's jail cell. He was very and and, and I said to, I said to myself, they're not gonna get it, Kendrick. This is a beautiful album, but they're not gonna get it. It went platinum. 
five singles was released in the top 40, King Kuta gets you going. He was nominated for 11 Grammys. The most nominations for any rapper in that single night, including he won for best rap album. He won. He got the Grammy for it. And I said, this is a victory for real music, artistic expression, different from the norm. You have to learn to let, you see, Al, how many times did you listen to Paper Butterfly? How many times did you listen to it? Maybe about four or five times. Yeah, listen, that album has to grow. You got to keep listening to it. Yeah, but, but, why do I wanna li- but why do I want to listen to something that has to grow on me? Why can't it just hit me like it, like Good Kid Mad City did? It was like, oh, I fucks with this. Because because that's not what that album was designed to do. Good Kid, Mad City was so California, Bay Compton. Okay, this is this is this is this is what goes on out here. He's taking you somewhere else. And look at what was going on at that time. This album came out in 2015. What was going on in 2015? You got the black you got the Black Lives Matter. You got you you, you got these police shootings. You got these kill. You got all this stuff going on. He took all that and brought and, it in. And and, and, and Alfred. Uh, one of your favorite singers was on that album, Ron Isley. You forget the song How Much a Dollar Cost? No, I didn't forget the song How Much a Dollar Cost with Ron Isley and James Fontaroy. What do you mean? Mm. This album this album was so different. Colleges have picked up this album and teach it and teach this album in their curriculum because it's so good, so political, so social conscious. And you can't so and you can't tell me the song and you can't tell me the song Mama is not a good song. That was a hell of a good song. This man was this this man took this album and again it's not like Good Kid, Mad City because it's not supposed to be. How do you do something different from what you from what you previously done? This it's, was the way to do it. Well, well, da- well, Damn was different than Good Kid, Mad City, and Damn hit me instantly. Well, of course, Damn hits you instantly, which is the Ron Simmons album, by the way. It's not called Damn. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> but we'll get to that. that. We'll get to that when we get to that. We'll, we'll I get to that. Was but 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 Al Al, you can't you can't you can't say this album was a flop. Because it wasn't. It was you may not, not have liked it. it. It may not be your taste based on his previous work. But the album did what it was supposed to do. And, and come on, man. A lot of people, look what the West Coast did back in the day when they grabbed someone like George Clinton. That's something you haven't seen in a while the moment Kendrick brought up the Wesley's theme. Do you have any idea what they said about this album? You know what they said about this album in a review in The Verge magazine? What? They said this is the best album of the 21st century since the Notorious Big's Ready to Die and Nas Illmatic. Can you imagine that? Wow, that's that is precious. That says something. That says something right there. That's amazing. That's incredible for this type of album to get that kind of accolade. Yes. And, and yo, Mortar Man, forget it. Are you kidding me? More and, and, don't get, and, and, and don't get me wrong, that song, This Ain't Free, I just, I just, I'm in tears laughing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, okay, first of all, this is Deaf Poetry Jam. And then I'm listening to him, too. I was like, yo, what, what, what are you talking about? Institutionalized? <laughs> With Bilal and, and, and Anna Wise and Snoop Dogg? Are you kidding me? Yep. Institutionalized was good. This song was fire. And, and all right, produced by Pharrell. Thank you, Pharrell, for that. Put oh, yeah, politics. Did. Come on. The Black and the Berry is one of the most aggressive songs I've ever heard. He is going off on that song. A lot, yeah. And Mortal Man, like you said, amazing. Mortal Man was my shit. And, and the Back Oof. of the Berry was my shit, too. Oof. Incredible. 
I'm telling you, like we, like I said, like I know I'm defending J Cole because that's my man, but no, Kendrick yeah, has, yeah, yeah. but 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 Kendrick has art too. Art. He's an artist. Well, here's who's next. J Cole's. So J Cole, let's talk about J Cole's sophomore effort. I felt mm-hmm. Born Sinner was much better than than, than Sideline Story, wouldn't you say, To? Ah, uh, by edge, yes. By I edge. agree with that. I, I agree say, with the statement. Born Sinner is better. It, but I, my, I think my man, a, my man went and got TLC out of retirement. He got, <laughs> yo, he got T Boz and Chili out of retirement. I mean, again, this is this is why I talk about people like we said that how he paid homage of sampling of Paula Abdul, which a lot of people don't really think of her when it comes to uh, artists, especially how much of a great dancer and artist she is. Now you're bringing out TL, uh, both T Boz and Chili. Another pay homage, you know. People sort of like it's like I wouldn't say people forgot about TLC after Left Eye died, but it was a good look for them to be back on something. Now, and he's a fan, he's a, he's fan, a fan of, of, of TLC, so, so yeah. Cook the Smile was a great song, of course. Let Me Down, I'm sorry, uh, Let Nas Down, of course, is a hot song. Of course, later on, Nas jump on a remix. There's one song that made me mad. Because unfortunately, QG, your man did not get a verse, and that's forbidden. You know fruit. something? You know something? I, 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 I'm glad you brought that up. I knew you was gonna bring it. I was when I heard the song, I said, "Forbidden fruit." J Cole and Kendrick were like, "Oh man, this is gonna be crazy. They about to go off." And all Kendrick did was the hook. He ain't do a verse. I'm like, "What are y'all doing, man? Why y'all that, teasing us like that?" That made, that's the only thing. That made me upset about that album. Is Kendrick oh, did I have a verse? Man. That was kind of ill, man. And you know, you confirm this, Matt. Wasn't a picture going on with Cole and Ken in the studio? Yes, there was. And and that was that, around the same time. That was the same time. So people are like, okay, well, what do these guys got cooking up? And just for Kendrick to do the <laughs> I said, oh, man. But the album is just super duper fire. I think with this one, he found himself. He was able to do exactly what he said he was going to do. With yes, this he was. He and, was and, able to put it together. Now, I know this is a hip-hop podcast, but the chemistry between him and Miguel throughout music years is how, unmatchable. How, power Trip was is the shit, man. Yo, oh, him, yeah, and Mc, yeah. him and Miguel got yeah. great chemistry, and I'm surprised with a lot of songs they did together. They didn't even make an EP yet. But you know, Miguel is also a great luchador wrestler. You know, when he did that, oh. leg, that leg, that leg <laughs> drop, he hit, that leg drop he hit was great. Yeah, that springboard <laughs> leg drop was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Y'all leave Miguel alone, but that ain't right, man. But 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 from the start of it, the first song, what was that? Um, it was Illuminati. Illuminati, right? Exactly. That out the gate grabs you. Land of snakes was crazy. Sampling parts of B.I.G. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. She Knows was another one. Um, Lands of the Cold Snake was not bad. Yeah, Chaining Day. <laughs> Chaining Day. What a, song. <laughs> what, a song. what a song is that? And, and this is why I tell people the storyteller. Runaway? A lot of oh, people yeah. sleep on that song, man. Runaway was just one. Uh, that's one of my favorite songs off the album is Runaway. And, of course, <laughs> I laugh because he's like, I hate. And then, of course, the other track, I hate rich niggas. God damn it. <laughs> like, okay, you hate rich niggas. God damn it. That was crazy. Yo, even, 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 even the skits was, was not bad. Because where's Jermaine and ain't that some shit, man? 
<laughs> but um, crazy. even even New York Times with him and Fifty Cent wasn't bad. That was that, a good look. That was on the um the on the deluxe, edition. yeah, yeah, on the deluxe edition, yeah, that was good. And uh, I don't I don't think Born Sinner let Nas down. Nope. Nah, it 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 did hella great as far as numbers. I wanted to go platinum though, and it, it did it didn't go platinum off the bat. Um, it was platinum. Oh, it was platinum around 2016. Actually, about uh, almost a few days before my birthday. Yeah, it's been certified platinum. It went to number one fast. Like it really jumped up the charts, and uh, you know, cause he went gold of of 2016 in December, but it's been certified platinum since then, and it's just been. He captured that formula and just kept running. And, and 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 the only thing that and the only thing that is weird because this is around the same like month that Jesus came out. So you know people were anticipating uh, on that Kanye garbage Jesus, but then when Born Center came out, it was like, damn, can this really live and beat? It did finish like a few copies or a few uh twenty thousand copies short of uh, Jesus, but it did sell great. It didn't just beat Jesus, it whooped Jesus. <laughs> and as far as reviews, it whooped Jesus' ass too. Yep. But this was a bit of an evolution of J. Cole because the lyricism was still there, but the production started getting better too. You said evolution? Evolution is a mystery. I'm surprised you would say, well, yeah, Triple H, Batista, and Ric Flair. <laughs> you didn't catch the lyrics? Oh. <laughs> I started off the intro, evolution is a mystery. The change that no one sees. <laughs> this show got. This show might as well be a wrestling special to go on. Well, I mean, we did mention Miguel with the leg drop, so yeah. Why not? <laughs> and, and and Sparks will fly with a uh, Gene Echo. That was a good song too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, good song. Good, good, good song. Yeah, uh, uh, he's a soulful guy, man. J Cole is a soulful guy. He has a lot of soul on his records. And the samples, oh my God! So, Land of the Snakes, how you sample from the art of storytelling? Crazy, crazy. And Forbidden yeah. Fruit, well, that sample, of course, Tropical Quest, but you already know the original is Ronnie Foster. So, so we're gonna get to the Canadian Quiff. Stop Dang. calling him that. The man's name is Drake. <laughs> All right, the right, Canadian right. The Canadian Quiff. Right, right. Aubrey Grand. Uh, Go ahead. Now, I'm gonna be very, very honest <clears throat> with what I'm about to say. Even though I'm here defending Drake today on this show, I did not like Take Care. Daycare? Take Care. <laughs> Daycare. Uh, that's that's correct. Like I could have did without 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 Marvin's room. Like, ugh. Oh, yo, oh my lord. No. This is this is the narrative. This is the narrative for Drake. Stealing your women. Breakup songs, drunk love songs, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's like, that's oh. where that's where a lot of people just kept calling him emotional in this in the songs. Now, now they call him emotional Drake. Oh my lord, daycare yeah. with uh, what what was that? Rihanna, Rihanna was on that song, right? Yeah, what was it called? I took care of you. I took care of you. <laughs> well, well, apparently, well, well, apparently she took care of him at that award show when he when he when he declared his his love for her and she played him that was great shout out to you <laughs> shout out Rihanna oh, I love poor, you Riri. poor poor Drake poor Drake but he made a whole have, album about that well I don't know why he did that that was not for him to say anything like that because it was her time so, but so 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 Candyman your your issues was basically like the whole the whole vibe of the album was just right was just too slow like. 
like it was more of like I know he was trying to channel his R and B side with mm-hmm. this whole album, but like if I'm trying to sleep at night, I would listen to Take Care. It would just knock me right out. That's good. However, I want to say it's, this: it is, it is the stop it. It is the only Drake album in his entire discography that I do not care for. I mean, you got that song HYFR. Shout out to Brooklyn. I hate that acronym. Hell yeah, fucking right. No, no. Fucking hated that. Well, that song was okay. I can listen to. I can listen. Well, headlines. I don't like the beat either. But mm-hmm. uh, take care was was a good one too. Him and Rihanna, and uh, Lord knows with him and Rick Ross. But the rest of the album, they don't do it. And uh, and and again, again, don't don't gloss over my boy. Don't gloss over my boy. We we were buried alive. You like buried alive? It's not that I like buried alive. My boy is on there. I'm defending my boy, so he's on it. Kendrick Lamar was on, you know, buried alive. I yeah, mean, Drake well, was on Poetic Justice, so that's a bit of a return well, favor. And and again, track number one, Over My Dead Body, that's a premonition. Stop it. Because that's what was supposed to happen in Degrassi. So, yeah, you know. Oh, my God. You going <laughs> back God. to that again? Yeah, Over, <laughs> over My Dead Body. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go on the record and say it. Drake, Drake had a sophomore slump. I know a lot of people who love Take Care. But what was the numbers? What was the, the numbers for that? The numbers I, for Take Care, I got it. I got it right here. I think he realized once the women's. I think once he grew more of an audience for the women, I wasn't surprised that he will pull the album like that. Well, Take Care debuted at number one on the charts on the first week. He went mm. gold in the first week with six hundred thirty-one thousand. Mm. It was his second number one album in a row. And then, uh, when did this album come out? Twenty eleven, November twenty eleven. By so in two, it months, was that long ago. Yeah, in Damn. two in two months, January 2012, the album was certified platinum, uh, for selling one million. In August of 2015, certified double platinum, and then in sept in September of last year, the album was certified six times platinum. Okay, all right. That, that, hey, that's hey. It may not be a sophomore slump, but hey, them numbers says Rec- it all. Records. Maybe I'm in the minority, but. Record sale wise, the numbers were there. People obviously liked the album, but I didn't care for it. His biggest fan base is the females. Yeah, once he started yeah. realizing that was his biggest fan base, he he's just, gonna make he's gonna make those records. Like when you look at the breakdown of the album, it's a mixture they said of braggadocio and emotional lyrics, exploring the themes of fame, romance, and wealth. Is that true? Yeah, you can say that. So that that was it, and and it got him a Grammy for it. I'm not even gonna lie. When you listen to this album, and based on what you just said, QG, it may be a it, it's definitely more of a R&B type album. But with yes. songs like that, you don't really hear much songs like that anymore for R&B artists. So for him um, to come out with, I mean, I mean, I'm not counting people like her at that time, but R&B. Was oh, she, she, she. What about she? What about <laughs> I mean, this is years later, but what I'm saying is, like, take care. When you listen to some of the songs, it you may they, people won't say it's emotional and you know it's for the women, but at least it wasn't hardcore RB like oh you know like, what like, you know what like like oh. neighbors know my name and take you down you know something stuff. you know something I'm glad y'all brought you 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 know you know y'all didn't even tell me one of the worst songs I ever heard is on this album on the bonus track. Uh oh, 
You know what song that is, Candyman? What? Yes, I took a photo. You already know though. I got the hump in my back. Call me Quasi Moto. No, 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 no. And that's, that, that's, that's, the, that, that, that's the modern nigga I yellow. I hate it. That's I hate the. That that, I like that song. Oh, that's that the song fucking so song. Yo, song I clearly so forgot garbage. about YOLO. <laughs> YOLO yogurt. That was on the digital <laughs> version only. You already right, know though. It's the modern nigga yellow. All right, come that's on. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I YOLO. Like that song. Dude. One of the dumbest phrases. Stupidest statements I've ever heard. The name of the song is Yogurt. It's not called Yolo. It's Yogurt. <laughs> uh, he sa- he sounds like the intro for when the phone rings. Hello, Martha. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You such a fucking hater. That's exactly what he sound like. Hello, Martha. That's exactly what I thought when that song came on. Hello, Martha. That's exactly what that sounds like. Yo. I realized he was starting to sound like that a lot, and I hated that little monotone robot ass voice. Oh, like, da, 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 oh, I can't stand that, bro. I, I hate mean, that. I mean, that. I mean, he did introduce the world to YOLO, which is an acronym for "You Only Live Once." You know how many things in my life I've applied YOLO to? Yeah, so did Mac Dre. Unfortunately. R.I.P. Yeah. Mac Dre, but um, but yeah, I didn't care for Take Care. Now I know these artists. Especially Kendrick, the the discographies don't line up. For my count, Kendrick only got three official albums, right? Um, he has some. Unre- here's the thing with here's the thing with Kendrick. That's funny. He has an untitled, unreleased album that you could count if you want. But but I'm talking about projects that made it to be released, sold in stores. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, Section 80, Good Kid, Mad City, The Pimp Butterfly, The Ron and Simmons damn. album. It's oh, damn. Yeah. Not probably the Ron Simmons. Right, the Ron Simmons album. Correct. Not everybody who listens to this podcast is a wrestling fan, so they won't get it. Yeah, but they are. everybody knows what damn is. Everybody knows that. Or should I call it the Jean-Claude Van album? Oh my goodness! Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about "Damn" real quick. I actually like—I love this album. Why did you love this album? It just flowed so perfectly. Let me tell you guys something. This is why I love this guy. Did anybody realize who Kung Fu Kenny was? I was thinking of Rush Hour Two the moment I heard it. (laughs) So, 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 so basically, you caught that, Matt. Not a a lot of people didn't catch that because it's like, who is Kung Fu Kenny? And then when the video came out. You see Don Cheeto playing his I character was, Kenny. I, when when I saw Kung Fu Kenny, I was like, doesn't that sound something from Rush Hour 2? Because I remember Don Cheeto. When I saw the video and Don Cheeto was a detective, I said, oh, shit. He, he's like, Kenny, you're embarrassing yourself. You're a black man with a Chinese restaurant on Crenshaw. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. But let's talk about let's talk about this. Loyalty, topic. loyalty, loyalty. Matter of fact, matter of fact, let, let me do this right here. I need y'all to get focused. Oh, album. Need y'all to get focused when we talk about this album. We talking about DNA. DNA is a great song, man. That song, well, when you play that on the radio, man, it is great. Loyalty with Rihanna. Humble. That's another hit. You got. Um, I like Lust. You like that song with Sakari? Mm-hmm. Yep. Great no, love, love is with Sakari. Not, not love is with Sakari. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Lust. I like. I, I was a love fan is, of the love song. Is the best Pride. Song. The I was only a song that. that I could do without is XX with U2. What was wrong with that one? I mean, it was okay, but like, I'm not really. It's different. I mean, I mean, U2. You know, I mean, it's a beautiful day when you know when you bring U2 in there. It's always something different. But, but like track pride. Number, track number four, pride is great, man. But how you got a song called Duck? 
You got a song called Duckworth. That's his name, people, by the way. <laughs> is, 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 that's his actual name. That's his. That's actually what, his middle name? Duckworth? Only. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Uh, Element was tight. Feel is tight. Uh, you mentioned Pride. Yeah, no no question. But, uh, but hey, Duckworth got your boy Knife Wonder on the production, though, Max. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, Duckworth yeah. Duck, Duck yeah. is his last name. His name is Kendrick Lamar Duckworth. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, God, that was another crazy song right there. Oh, word? He, wait, 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 I have a problem with that. Oh, what? Dwayne, what? You mean Dwayne getting some bit too deep? That's what you're talking about? Wait, 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 Units in the first week, man. You go gold in one week. I'm so proud of my boy, man. And then, obviously, you got to bring in the triple platinum plaque, ladies and gentlemen. And they said it. 2018, number one, baby. And guess what? Wait, 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 wait. Number one? Yes. <laughs> but this is something This is something that trumps everything. Are you ready, Candyman? Are you ready, T.O.? Yes. Yeah. We have a Pulitzer Prize winner, ladies and gentlemen, for this album. Deservable. Yes. The first non-jazz or classical work to earn a Pulitzer Prize. What does that tell you about the type of artist Kendrick is? He's an artist. This is what we're talking about here. Like when, when, he, when he brings it all together and he creates something that you could look over and appreciate much, much later on, they call it a conscious album with elements of trap and R&B and pop. When you incorporate all that into one album, you are gone. My and thing go viral. He did. Yes, he did. But let's not but let but let's not but let's not bring up the fact that your man was ducking that smoke from all that shots he took at him. Don't think we didn't know that. <laughs> My boy was calling your boy out candy man and your boy ain't say a, he ain't say one thing. He's scared. That's why. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. He don't want the smoke. He don't want, hold on, hold on. He don't want the smoke with Kendrick. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, Drake is a career killer. You see, we got we 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 wiped the floor with Common. We wiped wrong. the floor with me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wrong. 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 In, in the fucking a, in the and, fucking and, song, and Undertaker should have sued. And, and Alfred Drake did a diss song on a Rick Ross track. Stop it. Listen, 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 listen. We bodied Common. We got him to. He did out. not. No, oh, you did not. Common. He ain't bodied nothing. No. He did right. not body. We we, uh, we we took care of Meek Mill. We took the L to Pusher. That's because Pusher used the fucked up tactic. Oh. Push- that's Drake's fault. You beefing with the rope. You see, who is Pusha T to reveal to the world? That the man, how the fuck the rest of the world don't know the man got a son? But Pusha T found out the man got a son. You got to watch who you're beefing with. He didn't pay attention to the rules. He, no, thought, he, it was, he thought it was easy. He thought it was easy because he got Meek out of there. Who's Meek Mill? Meek Mill's a goon, bro. What does that have to do with rap? Listen, man. He had Nicki Minaj husband shook in the clothing store, man. I, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want it Meek Miller's enemy, bro. Man, First of all, as far as, as far as Pusha T goes, Drake was trying to diss him as far as Main Street thing. He knows Pusha T ain't really selling. He thought that was gonna be over. Wrong. You're dealing with someone who will kick your ass 
Now, as much as I like Pusha T, I'm just tired of all of the drunk talk. When it comes to dissing someone, he's I'm your pusher. He's gonna whoop you, your ass. You know how this whole thing started with Kendrick? It has to do with the control verse. Drake yeah, but, oh, and that's another thing. Kendrick Lamar, you the yes. king of New York. The king of New York, you nigga, you're not even from New York. There you listen, go listen, again. Listen, listen ever since Chris, he ever, not, ever, he, ever since Christopher Wallace died, there has been no king. The throne been ba- I mean, you he could wasn't argue. Trying you, to say you, that you, he's you the could, king. This is the problem. You could argue. You could argue that Jay Z is the king of New York because Jay Z is the, is the most successful the rapper ever coming to New York. This is the problem with the Candy Man. What do you mean the problem with the Candy? What are you talking about? You're he a Vlad said TV he's watcher, the right? king of You're a Vlad New York. TV watcher, right? You watch Vlad TV, right? Yes, I watch Vlad TV. Shout, did, yo, you yo, 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 shout, did you see the interview with Corrupt? Hold on, before you before you continue, shout shout outs to DJ Vlad. Uh, that man got the best interviews in all the hip hop world. Go support his YouTube channel. Did Vlad you see TV. the interview with Corrupt? Uh which one? Where Vlad where Vlad asked him the question about that about that control verse by Kendrick? No, I didn't. You should watch it. Because Corrupt breaks it down exactly what he was talking about. Because Corrupt said the same line years ago first. And it has nothing to do with the Notorious B.I.G. It has to do with Christopher Walken, the movie, The King of New York. The same line that Kendrick was reciting from Corrupt. The same one. It has nothing to do with the borough. And you know what? Everybody took the bait. All those people that made tracks, Joe Budden, Papoose, Meek Mill did something. Lupe Fiasco did not, something. Not, not did to, something. Not, not, not to mention when Diddy seen him in the club, he poured a drink on him. He ain't pouring no drink on no candy. Well, would you rather get smacked by Diddy or get a, or get a drink poured on you by Diddy? Ask Drake. Hey, 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 hey. And J. Cole allegedly got in that altercation too. But listen, really, so really. so all these fools took the bait. But let's but 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 let's but let's get to it. Your man Drake was jealous. Because they asked him about the control verse, and he said he wasn't impressed with it. He was like, "Oh, um, you know, I'll give it, I'll give it the verse of the year or whatever." He said his only competition was Kanye. Are you kidding me? Just say you scared. He called we, you we, out on the we, record. We ain't never scared. What you yeah. mean scared? Bro, bro he's, he's scared. scared. Of, he, is scared. he called him out on the verse. No, he is Kendrick not scared. Yes, he Kendrick is. said his name. So how come he wasn't scared of Common, but you claim he killed his career? He was I never said he Meek killed Mill. his career. I just said we took care of Common. No, you said he's a career enough. killer. And he still didn't take care of Common because Common's still doing stuff and is more activist than he is. Yeah, but, but let's talk about Kendrick. Let's talk about Common. Who, who listen, let's talk about Common. Hold on, hold on. Yo, T.O., who, who in 2020 listening to Common's new album? Definitely not me. I'm not checking for that man past 2011. Oh, you about your listen, mind. I got this line for you right here. I draw the line. I draw the line. I draw the line with Lonnie Lynn at the Dreamer the Believer. After that, I'm not listening to now, who nothing. Are you, who are you to call him Lonnie Lynn, Marion? You better show respect before he comes out and kicks Aubrey's ass. <laughs> His name is Big Sugar, right? No, it's too late. No, it's too late. You said Lonnie. T.O., T.O., T.O. It's too late for that because because Kendrick already did it. At the 2013 BET Cypher, he said, yeah, and nothing's been the same since they dropped Control and tucked the sensitive rapper back in his pajama clothes. Who you think he was talking about? 
Listen, man. Listen, Drake got more accolades than, than Kendrick. There's a we reason for that. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. We got, yo, Drake got the money. He got the record sales. Money he got the Grammys. Sales mean nothing. Grammys mean nothing. Grammys mean nothing when it comes to the microphone. When it comes to the mic. Battle, so, so, bar for so, bar, so, it don't so, matter what awards you got. So, so, why, so why did he, so why did he fold against Pusha T? Because Pusha used a dirty tactic, man. Ain't no dirty tactic. Oh, he got, listen, he got folded, folded. He got dirty folded, tactic. stretched out on the line like laundry clothes. He was out, man. <laughs> and let's, and let's be real. Ever since that Pusha T, Jake's momentum really fell down. I'm and sorry. What? You Are you kidding? <laughs> What? You know how many lines? That, you know that many is lines that that Scorpion. Bro, that after Pusha T, he released Scorpion. Scorpion, bro. You know how many, how many fire songs is on Scorpion? Well, you know what? Well, of course, I released an album called Sub Zero, and Chris, you probably released an album called Liu King. So what? Oh, shout out, shout yeah. out, shout out to Eve. Shout out to Eve for the real Scorpion album, by the way. Yes, thank you. Shout out to Eve. Shout out to Eve. That was a good album, Eve. But yeah, how so, many so hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's What's talk. Because God, God's plan wasn't fire. Get out of here, Sandra, man. Sandra's Rose wasn't fire? Oh, they put Sandra's oh, Rose in 2K last year. What are you talking about? Now, so, now, so now. How many songs did they put in 2K? You bro, have to bro, they, don't, they, don't, they don't put wax songs in 2K, bro. So? Oh, there's a lot of wax money. songs in there's 2K. There's a lot of wax songs in 2K. There's a lot of wax songs. But, but, but let's get back to the battle. And Al, I will defend you. I did I did accept Sandra's Rose. But other than that, that's it. In my feelings is not hot. That was a uh, smash hit last summer. He, 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 was in, he, he was in he was his in feelings, his, all right. Yeah, after, that's, yeah that's he was sure. in his feelings after. But, let, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Pay for it. King Kuta. Dark Side Gone. Come on now. Are you kidding me? Drake don't want no smoke. He never did. And, and he you ain't know, no smoke with Kendrick. Everybody, Drake, he, you know what? He don't want smoke with J Cole either. J. Cole and Kendrick will wrap circles around Drake every single time. Drake, he talking about Kanye West Bowl competition. Bro, you out, you, you out of here. You can't do nothing with none of those guys. And we're nothing. talking about bars. He can't go against people with bars. Like, he tried to go at Common and Pusha T, but Pusha T was just whooping his ass all over the place. And then Drake had the audacity. Didn't he make, wasn't there an interview with LeBron James when he brought it up again and tried yeah. to sneak this in uh, Again, I'm like, see, he did, he did, he did, he did, he tried it, he tried. What was the that? He was in the barbershop chair, right? Yeah, the the LeBron, the, the thing with LeBron James does. They should have kept him in that barbershop chair and electrocuted him. <laughs> but Al, let's let's be real. Kendrick said names. Hell, he got a J Cole too. He mentioned everybody. But you see, he did it in a way with like like. Let me tell you about that control thing. This is his way of saying. He said, all y'all are fire, all y'all good, but I'm trying to kill y'all, which means I'm trying to separate myself from that class. He mentioned exactly. Big Crit, too. If you remember the freshman year cover, the XXL, Big Crit was on it. So it's like, yo, I love y'all, but I want to be number one. I want to separate myself. And I'm glad y'all brought that up because the king of the West Coast, from Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Game, Dog Pound, DJ Quick, they all embraced this kid and put their arms around him and said, yo, you the king. You got the crown. You're going to run with that. Has Drake ever got any co-signs like that? And no this to J. Cole, but J. Cole is not going to look for that. I don't think J. Cole looks for, looks for that type of accolade. And even though he could, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, didn't he say to himself that Rakim told him that he could, he could be the one if he really wanted to? Yes, he did. 
But J. Cole don't look for that. Drake is so braggadocious and an egomaniac. Will he ever get the cosign from real rappers? No. Because you're too busy going out there saying, better find your love I need it one day. You don't, hear, you, you don't hear Nas co-sign in hell. You don't, if, you, if you don't get Rakim or even Big Daddy King, then you just most, they're in the class, Drake is just in the class of mainstream, mainstream level. He's just doing songs to fit in. Some songs I could accept, and then there's a lot of songs I damn sure won't accept. It's just whack. And how many times has Drake been accused of having a ghostwriter? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, let's not start there. Ten bands, hundred bands. And also taking concepts, taking reggae riffs and soca riffs and, and all that stuff. And now, not paying now, now, it's funny you mention that because if it's he one thing it. that I knocked Drake for, he had this whole year where I think it was 2016 where views came out and all of a sudden he thought he was West Indian. Oh, man. He but the music was fire, though, because Controller is a hot record. That's another thing. This man Control. was just going all over the place. He didn't know what the hell he wanted to be. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Controller is hot, but for Xbox or uh, PS, which one? Oh, <laughs> my God. But before we skip over, I just want to put out there that for anybody who ever went through any type of life situation that with oh, romance that ended bad, we go. and you want to help go. get through it, Nothing was the same. It was a great album. Let me let me background story for a second. So I went through a really bad breakup in 2013, right? And I must have listened to this album every single day. That explains like, a lot. For like a shut up. <laughs> for like a good six it, months. It, it, that explains a lot right there. And that album, bro, nothing was the same. I think it's Drake's best work, honestly. That is album that is the, fire. Is that the album with the damn pound cake? Yes. That's the one with Him and pound cake. Cake, 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 cake. I mean, but, I like uh, pound, I like pound cake. It's, it's a nice it's a nice food to eat too, by the way. Oh yeah, my pound God. cake is great with ice cream. You put you put oh, yeah. ice cream on top of that. But being yeah. serious though, started from the bottom is on this album. Stayed uh, at the bottom. Wu Tang Forever is on this album. An Worst insult to Wu Tang. An insult. It's to yours. By the way. It's yours. World's yours. That um, insult. First of all, if you're gonna make a song of Wu Tang Forever, don't sing. Worst, worst behavior is on this album. Garbage. Worst behavior too. What? From time that with Janae Aiko is a great fucking song. Three hundred five to my city wasn't all that. I'm getting there. Hold on, we're going home is a good is a good song. You should have stayed, stayed home. home. Yeah, pound, stay home. Pound, pound cake is the highlight of the album for me. Hey Chris, you want some pound cake, man? I got some. Uh, they got there's some extra pound cake in the fridge. Oh, bro, please put some ice cream with that vanilla ice cream in the bowl. Got it. Pound cake. Perfect, yeah. Man. Stop it. If it's not Entenmann's, I don't want it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, get your ass in the car and come through. That's dope. Uh, that's and, dope to you? Yeah, baby <laughs> soda. That ain't, that's not dope. That's baking soda. And all me with uh, two chains and Big Sean is. Oh wow, that album, that album top, wait, top, wait, wait, top, you top said to all John Legend, John Legend, John Legend should have been on that song for real, man. He stole that from John Legend, man. Bro, listen, man, that album is a is a is a classic. That so, so, a classic. so 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 basically, because of a breakup, you listen to it. I mean, I was is gonna listen to reason? it regardless. I was gonna listen to it regardless. That album, matter of fact, that album dropped February of 2013, right? Me and that bitch broke up, what, around August? So I had already heard the album, but I went back and listened to it more, and it, like, healed me. 
I gotta get Drake. I gotta get Drake. He was busy because he released seven songs off that album. Seven. He did. He did. He put in work. Listen, I'll never say Drake is lazy. I'll never say Drake is not a great artist. He puts in the work. He deserves to be where he's at as far as the accolades. Is he the best in my opinion? No. And I gave you and I gave you the reasons behind it. And and again, when you look at, let me see, who else is on there? Okay, so. Are, so Candyman, are you you're more into his rap tracks or his R and B tracks? His oh, you just don't tracks. care. You just listen to it. You're more okay. So I listen this, to um, So I listen to it. I prefer the rap tracks, but mm-hmm. I guess for that particular album, because I was going through something that appealed to me more. Mm-hmm. Like his R and B tracks, it's hit or miss with me because some of them are boring and some of them are just phenomenal. But mm. I felt like the R and B tracks on that particular album were phenomenal. So you said this is his best album? In my opinion, yeah. Mac, do you agree with that? What he says is his best album? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. He's what sold do you think is Drake? What do you think is Drake's best album? Four million. Was, hey, the numbers was great. I don't know. I what's mean, Drake, What's Drake's I mean, best album I mean, in your opinion, bro? Uh... I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I may just go to his mixtape days. Wait, wait, go... wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you're saying that not one album he has released is his best work. You got to go to his mixtape? I mean, uh, what was his debut album? Thank Me, la- uh, thank me Later. No, Thank Me Later. Uh, maybe I might. Uh, you know what? I may change my album because I'm trying to, like, compare both of them. I may I may edge nothing was the same. I may edge nothing was the same. Interesting. Yeah. Well, my, well, 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 again, my favorite Drake album is none of them. So yeah, that's cool. Oh my, you fucking hate it. You don't know talent when you hear it, bro. Oh, of course I know talent. Is Drake talented? Of course he's talented. Is the album my taste? No. Because is, what did I just tell you? What did I tell you before that? It sounds like who, none of it. It sounds like none of it. Who, 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 because, because you know what it is for me? You know what it is with Drake? This is my issue with Drake. I don't understand this guy. You want to be, you, you want to go in interviews and you want to portray something that you're not. But then you're doing these singy, sappy songs. See, That's your main MO. See, That's my, your, pro- my problem right. with Drake is if he would have came out with a, with the half- with the half um rap and half R&B album, then I can understand where he's at now. But he rapped and then he wanted to sing. Now he's trying to go back into the rap. And now, actually, now that I think of it, I might put views from the six better than nothing was to sing. I got more issues with him the person. Because him the person is corny to me. When he does interviews and he starts talking all this jazz and talking all this mess, it's like, you, you got your success. You're a successful artist. But who is your main fan base? Don't try to act like you appeal to everybody because you don't. Well, no. LL Cool J main fan base is women, and you love that, man. You can't compare LL Cool J and Drake for a reason. And here's, a, and here's one of the reasons. Because when it comes to getting it down in the battle mode or whatever against anybody, LL can do that. Number yes. two, LL, LL has ways of diversifying himself. He could give you the, he could give you the love you betters, but he could also give you the four, three, two, ones. He could also give you those hard raps that we love to listen to. He didn't. He didn't do that 
in the in the very beginning. When he when he did I Need Love and he saw how popular it was, he still gave you I'm Bad after that. So you have a good balance of both. With Drake, it's hard to really tell with this guy. To it's me. True. That's why I can't really get it. And again, it's like every album, he's always following the hottest formula that's out at that time. Is that not true? Yeah, didn't, Jay, didn't Jay-Z do the same? What are you talking about? You talking, Are you talking about with the, with the uh, second album? Yeah, with volume one, didn't he? Oh, you talking about with the whole thing with, with Bad Boy and Diddy? Listen, but, Jay, that, but, other, but other artists have been known to do the same and, and follow the current trend of what's hot. Yeah, but what he's doing, how do you get this by Mr. Vegas for taking reggae riffs and he's, following that formula? You, I mean, see, you see what some, I'm saying? Some, some people just haters, bro. They no, ain't just haters. It's hater. just not haters. It's not about being a hater. But there's if a difference between using a signature sound and using an entire formula that's when he tried to other artists. Exactly. They try There's to make it difference. seem like they try to make it seem like Drake was like the Caribbean connection and shit, but trying to uh, dismiss people like Mr. Vegas or even Sean Paul, even though he sold out in my opinion, and and other stuff. That's why Mr. Vegas went off. What did he say? Oh, what was that song again? I, I forgot how it went. Um, it was a song with uh, Rihanna, I think. Was it? He was like, um, "Cock up your bumper, sit down, beneath." Who? Which was, yeah. Who? What's yeah, that, that's that's what he said. Garbage. He need to go to Jamaica Gates. <laughs> ah, yo, have y'all never seen Belly? Please go. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, DMX and Louie Reagan in the back in the back in the back of that car, that conversation. Yeah, yeah, you think you can handle it? You can handle it. Oh well, apparently Drake. Well, apparently Drake couldn't handle it. Yo, yo, since you did it, you you can just do it one time, just one time, bro. Uh, oh, come on now. Come on, just what you brought a, it up. That's bro. a that's a whole. I brought that up for a reason. That's a whole different That's a whole different conversation. But you're coming to my house. Don't you ever bring that scared business to me. You understand? I'm the toughest rascal to be in the United States. I kill for nothing. Oh, bad. But yeah, I mean, again, uh, Drake, Drake is Drake. That's how I, just, I see it. I, I mean, as far as an artist, he's he's up there. But sometimes I wonder about his identity. Like, what the hell is he trying to do? That's exactly my point right there. What is what is his identity? We know who Kendrick is. We know who Cole is. Who's Drake? All I know is that he's a Scorpio. And then and then and then this fool had the audacity at one point to talk about he's the best to ever. Well, he was trying to make that like he he's the first or the best to ever rap and sing. I said, hold up, page of Miss Lauren Hill, page of Miss Lauren Hill, page of Miss Lauren Hill. Drake <laughs> is the Paul Drake Drake is the Paul Pierce of hip hop. The Paul <laughs> Pierce of hip hop. Oh, this as is much one. trash as Paul Pierce talk. You've heard Paul Pierce say some outlandish things. You know what Paul Pierce said recently? He said today he could drop fifty points today. No, no you can't. see what I'm talking? Because his last year in the league, he could barely get five. This is what I'm talking about. So he says things that are so unbecoming. This is what Drake says. Drake says Drake, Drake says things in interviews that that, that that makes me look at him funny. He says things on songs that make me look at him funny. Like, yo, what are you talking about? Just come out, make your little sing-songy records and, and stealing other people's women and you're good. That's what you do. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, well, we can't even talk no more about Kendrick because his discography is done. But well, no, 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 wait, 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 wait! Don't hate on my boy's accolades after that because there's some more we can talk about. No, we not hating. And, I give him credit for that Black Panther soundtrack. But and Mac, Mac, this is where you come in. You got that album, so please. Oh, the Black Panther soundtrack. Talk about it. Yes, man. Yo, when I first heard it, and yo, shout out to my my former worker Dempsey, and and shout him out. He has his uh, TV podcast. I think it's uh, ADZ podcast when they talk about the movies. He was a manager when we used to work out. I mean, we used to work in the um theater on Twenty Third Street. He actually brought that album for me for my birthday. So I didn't get a chance to open it at first, but then like after a while, I finally got a chance to open the album, and the album was very fantastic, very well orchestrated by Kendrick. Even though they had some other few people that was on this album, I didn't care about like Future and stuff. But overall, the album, the soundtrack was great. So when you say that well, he doesn't have anything after damn, it's just like Kendrick will still stay consistent. Now, it's been hard to see where he's been for the past barely few years, unless it's on political issues. That's well, I mean, it. when you look at when you look at the album, you got Black Panther. Black you know, Panther. You got, you got all the stars with SZA. SZA. That's, isn't that the artist he helped? Isn't that his protege? Yes, that's his protege. Yes, indeed. And, and, and two, like we didn't mention, look at the people that 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 that, that Kendrick is down with. We're talking about the Black Hippie movement, man. Yes, you he know is. What I'm saying you, you got Absol. You got shout Steve out Boy to TDE. Too, yeah, NJ, NJ, NJ Rock. J Rock. You got you got the boys, man. You got the crew. So you know they when once they when they all get together, it's always good. Pray for me, which is which is which is um which is another song. Very good. Got, it's I a mean, good very album. good song. Him and Travis Scott, Big Shot. That's another one. Like, he got, you know what I mean? Like, I think Kendrick, he's so comfortable, you know what I mean? That's why he didn't come with back-to-back joints. He could still eat off that, you know what I mean? And still do shows and still be creative. He was on Power. He did an episode on Power with that crazy guy. And, and, and guys, and guys, I, I know I don't want to be uh, public with this, but where they shot that scene was right there where I live. Al, you You know he's the off. navigator. And Al, oh, yeah. Al, you once dropped me off there. He, he, he uh, uh, coming from, you know, QG's uh, area. They shot it right there across the street where I live. So when you see those buildings in the background where 50 and uh, Kendrick are talking, that's he's a, where he's a character. I'm... He was a character called Laces on the episode. Wait, wait, wait. He was a Dominican drug addict named Laces. He, he played that part so good. It was so funny. <laughs> I'm surprised 50 Cent didn't crack a smile, uh, uh, make him laugh when he came around that corner. <laughs> They probably took so many takes of that, man, because it was just so funny. But this shows you the, the, the creativity of Kendrick. He could do a lot more with that acting if he really pursues it. Yeah, there's been honest. times that that everywhere, there's a lot of places I've been, they was uh, filming power. Like when I was at my job at the scene, from that one scene with Ghost on the second deck, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm like, everywhere I go is power. Like, what the hell? Just add me. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm glad you brought that. I got a question for you, uh, Al, since, since this guy's your guy. Why hasn't Drake gone back into the acting bus? You think he could, or he's just going to just stay away from it? I think he found his forte. That's like asking Will Smith, will he ever rap again? Like, that's, or, well, the bad example, I was about to say, or like asking Cosby if he'd do stand-up comedy, but that's not a possibility. You had but, to be uh, the one to bring that up. You had to be the one. I just oh, feel like... Goodness. 
I feel think, like once I got a question. You think Eddie Murphy should go to sing, back to singing? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know he likes to party, party all, all the, time. the time. Party all the time. <laughs> but but in all seriousness though, it's it's like it's like finding your forte, bro. Like once Will Smith blew up with the acting, his rapping slowed down. He ain't dropped an album in what since 2006. Wait 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 wait. Didn't Drake make that one cameo? Think like a man. Yeah, I think he did. he did. But 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 like he appeared been, as himself, did he not? He's been so yeah. yeah he did. He's been so successful as a rapper. There's no need for him to. No but you don't. But but. But how was his acting ability on Degrassi? Was it was it was it was it a standout thing? Was it that good? That he was did? definitely one of the major stars of the show, I would say. And I feel like that once he left the show, right. like the show lost his it lost its edge and fell off. But I, no, uh, because I think once because once they had that specific class from that specific generation, that's when they you know it was time for the next generation to step up because he and other people were leaving. Yeah, they so, were graduating. They were graduating. So he and technically the people that he started with, and this and and that era came out in two thousand one. I'm talking about his his crew, not the original ones. His but, crew um, came out like two thousand and one. So Drake has been out for a long, long time as far as the industry or the entertainment. So you, so you think he used that as a springboard just to get on? He technically did rap on a few episodes. He did. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, he did. That's where I first heard him rap. Mm. Well, I mean, hey, if, if he feels that the music is, is is the way, which it is, clearly, what's the sense of going back into anything? But I'm sure if they gave him a script for something, you know, it would he have probably to be could. something like he would have to feel. But like, I'm trying to think of yeah. like other. I'm trying to think of like other like like Master P, for example. He's a businessman now. I mean, he raps occasionally, but will he ever go back to being a full time rapper? Probably not. I, I got a fo- question. I got a question, and this is off topic. Um, when we talk about like rappers, let's just let's just let's just say for instance, like I know this is a hip hop podcast. Will Rihanna go back to singing? Ever since she did that Fenty, that she's again she, that's finding your forte. Like she's made she's made a lot of money, or she's making money. Yeah. Like that. And people been bought. Like bugging the hell out of her to come back with or, 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 or it's even like Jamie Foxx. Like, he don't have to do music no more because his acting is, is, is mainly at most. When you when most people think of Jamie Foxx, they don't think of the the the, the, the singer. They think of the, the the actor. Or even the comedian. Yeah. That too. So it's just like, or like Nori, for example. Nori's doing Drink Champs. Shout outs to Drink Champs and Nori and DJ FN, but. Um, but most people, mo- the current generation, they don't know Nori as a rapper, and Nori's having so much success with the podcast. Will he ever go back to rapping? Probably not. They've, they've recently spotted Kendrick uh, shooting a video in California. I, I know he's probably been in the booth. He's probably been. He's got some songs in the stash. So whenever he's ready to return and drop something, he'll drop something. But I mean, it's 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 up to him. But but I, but, but I think. But, it's, but, but do you get what I'm saying as far as what you asked me to drink and go back to acting? Yeah, like, I, I feel like what, once you find your niche, once you find your forte, you don't have to look back. Yeah. And we still I, got some more J. Cole out in the cover. What, but what but yeah, speaking Cole? of Cole, now let's oh, talk about boy. Cole because these two albums. Yeah, let's uh, bring them up. 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Oh, and, yeah. And For Your Eyes Only. Both went platinum with no features. Yeah, let, let's talk about uh, um, Forest Hills Drive. I will uh, speak. Shout out to 71st Continental Avenues. 
Isn't that the Queen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I oh, that. wow, 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 wow. <laughs> right right the moment wow. he said that, I, I caught that joke the moment he said 71st. <laughs> That's really cool. Shout out to that trade line, man. Yeah, shout That's out to it. that area. You know, shout, <laughs> shout out to Austin Street with the, all them damn restaurants. Nah, fuck what? Austin Street. Ain't never no parking over there. What? It's a small street. What do you expect? You said Austin Street. What? Oh, my <laughs> Now, but Forest for, yeah, Hills Forest Hill, yeah, talk about those, man. All right, so Forest Hill Drive was. Some people will say this is the best J Cole album ever. Do you agree? I I might agree. It's it's tough when it comes to J Cole. I ain't gonna lie, but Forest Hills, this is an album that did not have a feature, not one damn feature. Now he did have few uh, standout break uh, songs with, of course, no role models. How many times did they play no role models, bro? Oh my god! Oh, my, oh I'm not man. gonna lie. I like the George Bush soundbite in that song. <laughs> what is oh. it? What? Well, how'd that go again? There's an old Gosh. saying in uh, there's an old saying in in, in, uh, in Texas. I think it's Tennessee. Right? Uh, fool me once, shame, shame on. on you. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Wow. Cool to get. That was that was funny. And then of course you had the other song, Wet Dreams. Yeah, I like oh, that song. Man. What a story. You talk about stories, man. There's a story right there. That's a story right there. It's like the ugh, boy. It's like they that that video alone is just like I, I think I think as a man, especially a, a, a African American man, Wet Dreams tells the story of what a lot of us go through to, in in times like that. But let me but let me let me switch gears. Yo, Mac, your man was he was he upset when he did Fire Squad, man? <laughs> <laughs> this dude came in with so much anger and aggression. He made a statement on that song. I think the controversy. He was talking about white rappers. Yeah, he was talking about. He was talking about. He was calling out Iggy. Ooh. He was calling. He even called out Macklemore. Yes, and he did. He called out Macklemore. I think Justin Timberlake was one of them. He did and, mention Justin Timberlake by name. And, yes. and, and, and Eminem. Iggy. It was Iggy Azalea, Eminem, Justin Timberlake, and Macklemore. I was surprised when he mentioned Eminem and even Macklemore, but. It was like he was talking about what the white privilege. Yeah, he was talking about a white. He was talking about like the rooted in capitalism, and you know he was like observing it, but yeah. he was he was trying to say it wasn't really a diss, and a lot of people loved that song. Like what was the line he said? Um, somehow I probably go to the award show or uh um dapper down, watch Iggy win the Grammy as I try yes. to crack the smile. Yes, he did say that line. He did say that. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know if Iggy pissed him off, but when, but yes, it was really rebellious on that particular song. I mean, homeboy was going in on that, and again with the no features, he 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 basically, you know, was like, okay, I'm gonna put this out, I'm gonna produce and, this, and this is where he started to really grow politically. Like, yes, um, he did. What was the song G O M D? He was talking about like why every yeah. uh, black yeah. nigga yeah. got to be brainless, why every non-black yeah. nigga got to be famous. So this is where he's really going more into the socialism and the in the political aspect 
of a the tale of two cities is my joint too. Oh my god! And once again, for someone who and and and, and um, Saint, uh, what was that other one? Saint Tropes. Yes. Yes, Saint Tropes, track which, number seven. Which which you should have grabbed Mob Deep at that time, but that's another story. <laughs> if you get with you, I'm going with that. So, I mean, Al, did you like this album? Yeah, I did. Um, I love yours. Actually, is uh is actually my favorite um track on this album. And 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 then I and I heard that. That I think it was Cole became one of the only six rappers to ever reach number one with their first three full-length studio albums. That now, is correct. Now, now, Al, this is where you can chip in because Drake is one of them. So was Snoop. So was X. I think Nelly was one of them, and who else? What was what was the accolade? I think he became one of the only six rappers to reach number one with their first three full-length studio yeah. albums. Yeah. Oh, Rick Ross was another one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Rick Ross did it. This, this album, it just like, it felt like, yo, this guy's getting better and better with his studio albums. So when Forest Hills Drive came out, this thing had, again, no features. And this came out in what, 2014? I think as of last year, it is now officially triple platinum. And it, and it was platinum in the, uh, the first year. Yeah, it, it went platinum. I mean, again, he was just... He had a message. He put it out there. And, and not and, only it was a yeah. message, no features. Which which go which which goes again to the album that followed after that one. Once again, it became the narrative for Cole with no features for for your eyes only. Same thing. And I I think for 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 your eyes only is my favorite uh, Cole work of all time. Yeah. Well, you can it's say a that. Solid album. I mean, yo, Deja now, Vu. The whole oh. album, top to bottom, like Immortal, Deja now this, Vu. Now, this is where they, it gets interesting because of the controversy. My neighbors yeah. think I'm selling dope. Selling dope. That's a good one. Because people, this is where the medium, uh, the media and all these people was just trying to stir up, na- uh, stir up some shit. Because supposedly, when you have the song, Everybody Dies, and I think it was False, uh, false Prophets, supposedly it created a controversy with hip-hop and especially with a lot of people. Some people thought that Cole was taking shots at one point at Little Uzi Vert and Yachty. Little Cap Gun and, 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 and Little Bo. <laughs> and of course, these idiots took the bait and responded, and then later on it was just like, alright, it was not really that much of a big deal. Another pe- another person that people try to claim uh, that he was taking shots at was Wale. Oh! Well, okay. He was taking shots at him. Good. And he responded. I think I remember a song called Groundhog Day. Al, since you were a fan of him, I think it was Groundhog Day. That was that was a response to Cole. And of course, that's an insult. That's an insult to one of my favorite movies. But go ahead. <laughs> wow. Oh, Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Shout out to Bill Murray. And Ryan then, Dangerfield, and then of course, the last person that everybody thought, which I sort of got caught thinking it was true, was Kanye West with false pro- uh, false prophets. Yeah, that was a big controversy. And this motherfucker shot the video on a fucking New York City bus. Like, riding <laughs> on a damn New York City bus? Really? That's what, bus was that? what bus was that? The 113 or some shit like that? Uh, yeah. It, it, I think it was the 113. This is why I love this guy, man. Like, he's so New York, it's scary. <laughs> Like how do you just how do you just shoot a video just riding on a bus? 
<laughs> you see, less is more and simple. He didn't have to do. To, that's the thing. What I love too, like with videos and things, you don't need to. You don't need to be over the top. You don't need to do too much. That right there is the definition. All you got to do is just rap. And that's that's where J Cole was started. I guess as age was going, he was started to grow more into his adult phase maybe i don't know how to how to say it but he was just like falling back into being comfortable so he's like i don't need to do over the, that's why i like j cole because he don't have to be over the top when it comes to videos exactly. and his i mean i mean a lot of people do the same thing i mean there's times that kendrick doesn't do over the top videos and then there's times drake doesn't even do over the top videos but for him to just ride on the New York City bus with his notebook and just rapping and writing. <laughs> keep it simple. Keep it just simple. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. And that's, keep it and simple, that, young and man. that made me respect J. Cole even more. Exactly. He has to have to go above and beyond. And then a lot of people like, yo, I like how he was just simple with it. And, now and, again. And it only has 10 songs on there. Yeah, 10 songs. Less is more. Less, yeah, less is more. So, and again, no features. Immortal is my shit. Immortal was crazy. Yo, Immortal was crazy. Deja Vu was Deja good. Deja Vu is the shit, man. Deja Vu was the shit. Sorry, wrong one. Wrong one. Sorry. Oh, no. Don't say Beyonce, <laughs> JC. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, Deja Washington? <laughs> nah, I was talking about the uh, Lord Oh, Lord Tariqa. <laughs> <laughs> On the One Hit Wonders episode, ladies and gentlemen, please go check that. But yeah, uh, that again. That still weird. Cold, cold is cold, man. Cold is cold. He a cold brother, man. And change, yo. I tell everybody, listen to the song "Change." Just so what else, your boy? So, so what else, your boy got, uh, Candy man? Oh, so we talk about my man Drizzy, man. You know, what was like, that? Like, like I said earlier, uh, well, we didn't talk about. Uh, if you're reading this, is too late. Go ahead, make your smart comment. Yeah, because it is too late. It's too late. <laughs> anyway. That, that that album had bangers because you know, and when I die I'll be a motherfucking legend. Oh that's my what he said. God, oh my God, I'm the youngest nigga rapping. Yes, that's what he said. That's how the song goes. Anyway, oh, energy, that's terrible. Energy was on point. Energy uh, lacked energy. Now I know everybody gonna say, oh, he didn't write ten bands himself. But how many of your favorite rappers didn't write their own shit? Who helped him write ten bands? Quentin Miller. No well, relation. At least out there. No relation to Percy. Um, of course, uh, used to with him and Lil Wayne. Uh, a good, great song. He has I, a song called Madonna. Yes, oh, no. he has a song called Madonna. <laughs> Is it about Madonna? No. Thank uh, God. We we'll see. We we'll see. She, she's a true. Anyway, <laughs> um, views views is what it is. Uh. It is what it is. I like uh, Faithful because, you know, we had an unreleased posthumous Pimp C verse on the song. Uh, Controller is always there. Pop style was good. I didn't care. For, the only song on the album I didn't care for was Hotline Bling. But, oh! The yes. like Hotline let's talk, Bling. Let's talk about the video. Chris, one of the most impressive dances oh, I've ever seen oh, in my life. All that the memes, all oh, the pictures. God. Everybody likes using that hotline bling part with that. We got his hand up and all this stuff. Like, oh man, like I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie, it does make me laugh, but it, it does work. You used to call me but, myself. But let's late at night. That sounds so I love bling. 
Bro, bro, bro they had Mike Tyson singing that on the Tonight Show. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Mike Tyson, you should know better than that. And Mike Tyson yeah. put you the song because he was like, you used to call me on my cellular phone. I'm like, yo, come on, Mike, you butchering the song. Well, he's no, he, no, 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 no. He made an improvement. That was great. Shout out to Mike. That was an improvement. All that thing with you, you, you. Oh, yeah, some haters, man. Once again, once again, he got Rihanna on here. What's going on here? I swear, you would have thought they would have got together for no, like to get married. Why, why every time J- Ja Rule and Ashanti collaborated like crazy and never got together? Why? Because the yeah, man yeah, 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 yeah,
Um, yo, Mac. So, so you the sample, you the sample uh, historian. What did Drake? I, that sample in Sanders Rose sounds so familiar, but I can't put a finger on it. What is that? Oh my God! What was the sample for that? And it, it was in my head too. Ah, what was the sample? Shit. And it it was definitely in my head too, but apparently apparently it was it was also in his head thing you know i mean sanders rose but i mean the rose that grew from concrete will always be great so you know i i always enjoy that that that's that's too bad anyway which was better so wait a minute i'm looking at sanders rose oh no i'm so disappointed what son i'm surprised you run with them what are you doing on this song primo Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, primo's primo <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, DJ well, Premier produced that. Shout out to Sub Zero, man. I'm a Sub Zero fan. I'm not a Scorpion. Fan. Oh, oh my god! The only the only thing that made me laugh. Oh, he sampled Manish. Manish, that's what it was. But 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 Sandra wasn't he referring to his mom? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that thing was alright. It was it was nice. Yeah. Shout out to my homegirl who has that Instagram name, Sanders Rose. You get a pass. You get a listen, pass. Listen, 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 listen. Oh, he was, I, I, I mean, he was trying to big up my his man, mom. My man said that. I'll give him his props. My man said the most inspirational line, and I think it applies to me, too, because, you know, my man said, I'm the chosen one because flowers never pick themselves. Uh-huh. Eh, not bad. I mean that line when he talked about two girls like I wrote like Indiana Jones that was dumb. <laughs> what what was that line he said? He said something about two girls that I wrote like I'm Indiana Jones. I said no Drake don't do that. <laughs> Harrison Ford where are you? <laughs> and let's talk. Let, 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 go, go ahead go ahead T.O. Uh, uh, you, you go because I was about to. No, say I was gonna something. I was gonna say let's let's talk about J Cole's most recent effort. Oh okay. uh, because K-O- no. K-O- K-O- K-O-D. I love Kod. Let me, let me tell you. <laughs> I nice love that album. It? I love that. Yo, listen. You could talk about it, and then I'll give you my my take when I first heard it. Like, when I, 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 go ahead, go ahead, T.O. When I first heard it, and I was like, because a lot of people, because he promoted it, number one, and so did other people. So I was like, all right, let's see how this is really going to go. Because we haven't heard much of a J. Cole album since, like, two years before that, which is For Your Eyes Only. What did so this come I, out in? 2018? 2018. Yep. So, when I heard this, now this is where he's incorporated a bit of jazz rap plus trap, trying to do better than most trap artists. Yes. Then, then the rhyme schemes was just, like, crazy, but this is where I talk about this man was this man just talks about a lot of issues in the society. But if it's like drug abuse, addiction, depression, greed, black culture, even a taxation that's going around where we at right now. So He went after these mumble boys. All you mumble boys out beats. there, he did what you guys do, but did it better. He that's did what it. I love. That's, that thank you. That's exactly how I took the album as well. Now, of course, it's been certified platinum, and it also debuted at number one overseas in a few places. But let's talk about some of the songs. When you mentioned the what was the NBA playoffs, how many mm-hmm. times they played the ATM instrumental? 
Oh, yeah. And again, this is where some people say, should we call this a no feature or a feature? Technically, the feature (laughs) is just an alter ego, Kill Edward. So that's when you got the song, The Cutoff. Photograph was good. KOD was great. For some reason, Motivate, I love Motivate. Motivate was great. Motivate. Motivate. Yeah, Motivate. And then Kevin's Heart, for some reason, that was one of my favorite songs because... It's his, too. It's, it's also yeah. his favorite, too. Yeah. It's Kevin's favorite. It was, it was Kevin Hart's favorite as well. Kevin Hart loved that song. Yeah, Kevin Hart really loved it. I thought it was about Kevin Hart at first. I was like, uh, <laughs> So did I. I said, Kevin Hart, really? Said, you want uh, this album, bro? Brackets made me laugh just on the intro. Because <laughs> he had a Richard Pryor sample for one of his stand-up comedies. That was that was cool. Very and, genius. And a lot of people needs to talk about the song Window Pain. Mm, Window Pain is a powerful ass Oof. track. It sure is. Now, when he brought Kill Edward again for Friends, that was a good track too. And of course, which was supposed to be the intro to his next upcoming album called 1985, which was supposedly uh, a shout response, out to 1985. Yes, which was a, a bit of a, a response to that bum ass little pump. That's another story. And pump, pump your brakes. Yeah, pump your brakes because he's some. Supposedly he didn't like where J. Cole said something and little pump got defensive and shit, so he made a diss track or some shit like that. I'll I'll get him out of here. Well supposedly they did they did sit down one on one and you know, little pump admitted that he was a little bit over the edge because once again the media played a part and made it worse. So little pump did apologize and he said it's okay. But the song was still good. But the KLD album, this is where this is where it messed up my head. I didn't know what the hell KOD stand for. It had so many freaking uh, abbreviations right. or whatever. Because, it's, because you got Kings on Drugs. King Overdose and Kill Out Demons. I'm like, right. what the fuck? That was my first take on it because when he was talking about drugs and talking about dependency on drugs, I said, okay, this is because what was going on? You got these people addicted to pills, overdosing, drinking lean, and doing all this crazy. Listen, for all you people out there, do your homework and do your research. And Look again, how many people have died from it. Yep, and 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 again, this is why I like Drake. I'm sorry, I like J. Cole out of these three because he will tack you on a lot of issues, which a lot of people don't want to hear because we are so busy stuck on this garbage. I think him and Kendrick hold that together as far as dealing with personal issues because... They both have come out about depression and dealing with depression. And I'm and then, sure Drake has too. Drake they, has put it in music in a different way. But these guys are looking at the social order. Social, the political yes. structure. Right. I mean, to my knowledge, Candyman, I mean, you don't you don't like records like that anyway. But has Drake ever talked about that? Not really, no. That's And, and again, you don't... Drake, like Drake, my, is, Drake, Drake has never, Drake my, has never been one to, right. to make he's social He's not a record. political guy. He's no. not that kind of guy. He's, yeah, he's not that type and of guy. And that's not that I he don't. Could be, and, 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 and to clear up the the, mis, the, the the misnomer, I I don't I listen to records like that, but I got to be in a certain mood to want to hear that though. Like so I so if they before. play so 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 if they play fight the power in the club, you're not gonna dance. That's not. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, I like that. I love that song. You gotta fight the power. You gotta, you gotta fight the power with that beat. But but and then this is this was more like a a soul jazz rap. And trap at the same time. So 
this is where J. Cole brought range, in my opinion, when it came to KOD. Now, I will be the first to admit, I still like Forest Hills Drive as his best work, but I think KOD is up there as well. And he even proved that even on trap beats, I could do better than mumble rappers. That's what I love that he did. I said, I'm going to take your formula. I'm going to show you how easy it is to do what you do, but I'm going to do it better. I'm going to do it lyrical. It's cold as not, only, not only lyrical, but you can hear and understand what the hell he says. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can hear everything he's saying. He's not going on saying, like future. At least the commonality of this whole thing of this episode is you can understand what each people is saying. I like it. You can understand what Drake is actually saying. He's not a mumble rapper. You can. You can understand it. Yeah. And the reason why KLD sold so much because how many people, it's not that how many people brought the album, it's, it's what they heard and it could relate to what they dealt with. Past trauma, past terrible childhoods, depression, drugs, addiction, everything. And we are missing, people who suffer with it. We are exactly. missing these type of music. And this is what solidified me as why I picked uh, J. Cole as one of the best. Because besides people like, you know, albums like Damn and Kid, uh, um, Good Kid, Mad City. And then you got others to like Nothing Was The Same. Because that's like a different audience. This right. right here is an audience to people that could relate off the bat. Each of them have their own fan base. Each of them have their own audience. And, and they know how to cater to their audience. And another thing is... It's like, damn, when you, you have to really listen to the album for the context and the meanings when he's paraphrasing certain lyrics. It's up there. It exactly. is up there. And when we do and when we do an overall wrap-up, I got something to say about all three. I know I've been very critical of Drake and everything like that, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the guy his credit as far as his artistry. And again, I love J. Cole. I'm a big J. Cole guy. But, you know, Kendrick is my guy because what I've seen from the beginning. And again, I'm a big fan of the whole Compton scene and just to see him carry and uplift that. Because when you look at it like this, Drake reps for Toronto hard. J. Cole, he reps for North Carolina hard. And that's another Kendrick. thing. We, we didn't really hear much of a North Carolina type artist that was really like, yo, this guy's like since Petey Pablo and Knife One. I'm sorry, Little Brother. Can you imagine the pressure? Because uh, as, as, you've seen, did you guys see the interview that Kendrick Lamar did with NWA? No, I missed it. YouTube it, both of you, whenever you can. Can you imagine the amount of pressure and the and just Kendrick is interviewing them? Do you know how big that is for somebody like him? And you know what? When you look at when you look at Kendrick, that's that's. That's a bit of a pressure to pick up from because when you talk about Compton and the West Coast, you're talking about NWA, Compton, the game, Compton. But let's talk about the West Coast overall. Snoop Dogg, Long Beach, Too Short, yeah. Bay Area, Dr. Dre, um, L.A., Ice Cube, yeah. South Central. Right. Oh, my God. They, so you all really of them, all of them all of them love this kid and they support this kid and they ride with this kid. I got one for you, Matt. How do you how do, how, how do you think J. Cole felt for the Vibe Award? He's presenting it to Nas. He Nas. has to give a speech. Can you imagine the butterflies that was going on in that kid's stomach? I'm presenting an award to one of my heroes. Just imagine what, how he was feeling with that. And yep. they did that. What was that? The Vibe magazine the cover? The Vibe magazine together? cover. Yep. That's big. As far as Drake goes, I mean, Al, you could touch on this. 
I mean, he's worked with Jay-Z, you know, I mean, Little Wayne is this guy, you know, he's worked with, he has this great chemistry with Rick Ross and everything like that. So, I, I mean. I, what, what I would say about Drake is when it comes to yeah. Canada, he did really, I mean, first of all, Drake was already, uh, was always, I think Canada game a bit of mainstream because, you know, the whole Degrassi regardless, since he used to come on the noggin or whatever that channel was. But I think once Drake music bigged up, we had some Canadians out. Like, is it chaos? From uh, Canada, chaos is chaos is Canadian. Yep. That's but not, true. but they, but Canada didn't have much artist that was consistent, even though so we had Colin official. Yeah. Right. So when Drake came out, yeah, Tor- Toronto, not just Toronto, but Canada as a whole is pretty much no, no. That's, that's that's what I'm saying. Like Canada overall. So when and there's some great artists out in Canada that nobody really knows about. Shout out to them though. That's on the underground. Uh, King of yeah. the Dot. They they push this with their Battle Channel and Battle League. Canada, and, and I think a lot of Canadians are coming out more now because of Drake. And Drake does support battle rap, and that's the thing that oh, makes that, he's a big a, he's a big person behind battle rap. He loves battle rap. And, yes. and that's the thing that confuses me about Drake. It's like for someone who's big on battle rap, I expected more of better bars from him. He was supposed to. Somebody said that, that they were trying to set him up for a battle, <laughs> like Murder Mook. They were supposed to do something, uh, but then he said. Battle tsunami surf person, and we'll talk, which is and, very battle esque. And, and, and the he reason why I'm a bit, the reason why I'm a bit critical of Drake because I heard, I saw the hype, I saw that he could write, I saw that he could say some good lines, but I want better from him. That's my can. issue. He can, but I think what Al was talking about earlier, what we're saying, the formula he has works in itself, so he's going to stick with it. He's going to ride that wave until it runs out, and if it does run out then maybe he'll switch to something else. You know who went through that same problem? Who? I want to say Nelly. Yeah, Nelly. I should say Nelly went through that same problem. Because you remember when Nelly first started? When Nelly came out, country grammar, it was different. But but, but when you switch to Nellyville, and and, and he's he's making these love songs and these ballads. It's working for a minute, but then all of a sudden it kind of died down. You know who else went through that same problem? Ja Rule. Ja Rule. That's why I was critical that time on the Classics episode, which I know I should have said bad shit about Pain is Love, but I just wasn't liking the direction he was going. Like, if this formula works, I'm going to ride with it, but then it's going to run out on you, especially when they know how you first started. It ran out. So, Al, you're you're, you're repping for your guy. Is this, is, 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 is the candle burning out for this guy? Or can he come back with something that's that's still gonna sell? Because it's of, not even no question, man. Drizzy will come back, man. Drizzy gonna come back. But what's but he gonna what? do? But, but but with what? what? That's the that's the question. We and know another what thing is gonna do. We know what Cole is gonna do. Gonna, but what is Drake gonna do? Because remember, Drake is a huge mainstream level artist, and especially where the direction is going now, like we're switching to this whole Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. And and all that stuff. What is you, Drake? You, you don't think Drake can make a record along the lines of Hot Girl Summer and WAP and all this other type of shit? He's been doing it already. That's not really his style, though. Not his style, but like he can rap over those type of beats. He can nah. rap over those type of beats, but what's the subject matter going to be? Is he going to talk about another breakup? Is he going to yeah. try to kill another woman? What is he going to do? To me, he to me he almost became the Taylor Swift of rap. <laughs> Oof. That's not good. Don't 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 do that. I'm sorry, but she makes breakup songs. And shout she out to Taylor Swift. Shout out, aha! I got one on y'all. I got one on y'all right there. I'm glad you brought up the Taylor Swift record. Which one of the three did a song with Taylor Swift? Oh, 
Yeah, shout out to my boy Kendrick for doing that. Yeah, and they shot a video. Yeah, come on. You see? And, and he was supposed to do a song with Lady Gaga, but it never came out. People respect Kendrick. You see what I'm talking I, about? I feel, I feel like out of the three, though, Drake is like the the person that, like, if you just went up to somebody who don't listen to rap, like a casual, uh, like, you know, a regular person who don't know nothing about rap, like, I, I feel like if you name those three people, people are more inclined to know who Drake is than the well, other two. Yeah, he's a more mainstream artist that, you know, he cro- he crossed over different different with the R&B and, and the hip-hop, of course. Crossed over the hip-hop? Of, of, of course he crossed over. He crossed over hip-hop. He crossed over with the R&B part. However, what did I say from the beginning? When it comes to technique and a skill set, J. Cole and Kendrick are miles ahead. Punchlines, metaphors, wordplay—they got this. There was a line that I heard on on a, on on a, on a um on a mixtape from Kendrick, and uh, it was it was his earlier work, and he said, "I'm a I'm a baller and a killer, like OJ, always standing." Uh, what what did he say? Uh, oh yeah, he's like, "I'm a baller and a killer, like OJ Simpson, always standing next to the mic, like Scottie Pippen." Simple metaphor, but you can get the metaphor. He and put it together what, very well. And this is why I get, like I said, I get on Drake because I know he has better skills than what he says now. I know it's in him, but I just think he's just playing with the formula of the mainstream and that's, level. And that's my problem with the guy. Like, I, he don't have to be punchline, lyrical, lyrical, lyrical. Nah. But you keep coming with the same stuff over and over about breakups and, and this and that, stealing this girl and all that. Like, Ah, you gonna make a full album with that? That's all you got? Fifty Cent, is that all you got? I mean, uh, I mean, again, like that's why it's hard to say. Like, is Drake a rapper? Is Drake a singer? What is I is Drake a reggae uh, artist? All of a sudden, I can't call it. I can't call. We it. know where's Manny Hatch and J. Cole are, but son, man, Mac, 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 listen, get J. Cole on the line. I'm gonna get Kendrick on the line. Can we please tell him to hurry up and do this album? Yo, this is pissing me off. Yo, supposedly they're not doing it. Oh my god, what is wrong with y'all, man? But wait, How I just realized. With album? Was it all three of them on the same song? Who was it? Was it ASAP Rocky? Was it ASAP Rocky, Alfred? With who? With Drake, Cole, and Kendrick? Together, yes. The three of them have never been on the same song, to my knowledge. Fucking problems. Oh. Kendrick and Drake were both on that song. Okay, Cole wasn't on that song. Okay. Cole wasn't there. All right. Didn't Khaled Khaled did something with Kendrick and and, uh, and and Cole? It was Big Crit, right? Big Crit, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah, hearing the, that but one. The, but the three of them together have never appeared on a song. Can you imagine if that would ever happen someday? The whole world would blow up. Oh yeah, but it'll, it'll never blow happen. up. It will be, uh, be. It may come out once in a blue moon, something the fans finally wanted to see. But my problem is, if those three will have to be on the album. Drake needs to step his bars up. Oh, step listen, it up. Listen, listen, listen. Drizzy got, got him, bars, man. Drizzy got bars. Oh, listen, no. Drizzy got Y'all act like y'all never heard no hot Drizzy line, man. Come on. Can you give me a hot Drizzy I line? I gave you one earlier. Last name ever, first name greatest. That's not, not hot. It. That's not hot. Fish grease. That's hot. <laughs> Grits. That's hot. You can't, you, you can't make tea with that bar you just said. Anyway. And, and still got whacked by Eminem. He got listen. whacked, Kanye got whacked, and Wayne Damshaw got whacked. Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to leave it up to the listeners of the pod. Hit us up and tell us who you like out of the three. You rolling the with heart. Drake, you rolling with Kendrick, or you rolling right. with Cole? 
This is what it is. The heart the of the hard three, way. The heart of the three, the heart of the three is Drake. The mind of the three is Kendrick. The soul of the three is J. Cole. J. Cole. So they I each agree. three got it all there. The heart, the mind, and the soul. So whatever you pick, but use your mind, people. You can use some of your soul too, but 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 leave that heart out though. But you heart. have to have the soul. You need soul. No, 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 let your, no, no, no. Let your soul, soul have the soul. Glow. Yes. Let the soul go. Soul train and all the other stuff. Yes. Let's let, 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 let be part of that. The no, mind and the soul are together. Oh wait, 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 wait! I just realized Anita Baker should be on. She she vouched for us. Mind, body, and soul. <laughs> and on that That's note, and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Rap Lab. I need y'all as listeners to chime in on this debate because I think Drake is the better of the three, but not lyrically and not technique. Maybe more mainstream. Money, Main, money, mainstream money, 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 and numbers don't lie, bro. But you acting like Kendrick don't have enough awards too. He got all in BET awards and a Grammy. And don't J Cole got a Grammy? Bring your numbers. Yeah, that's nothing. That's a, that's trophies, bro. And didn't Drake make a song called Trophies? I got, 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 got a question. Hard. I got a question, Al. Who has more impact? And damn sure ain't Drake. I'll tell you that right off the back. The world knew who Drake. The world knew who Drake was first. And, say, and, and, and still, who got the best impact? In what way? Impact in what way is, is how you got to look you, at it. Because mainstream wise, yes. But other than that, Kendrick or J Cole could take that easily. That's all Drake got is mainstream. That's all he got. And I have yet to hear anyone who was inspired by Drake. There's gonna be some kid out there who's gonna come and blow up in the next five, six, seven, eight years, and they was gonna they was gonna fuck with Drake. Yep, and he's from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Oh my God! On that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's messed up. This has been another episode of the Rap Lab, and uh, yeah, tell us tell us what you think. Hit us up on the IG, the Facebook yes. page, uh, yes, hit us up individually. We we are we if gonna you got some for North Carolina? You know, if you want to take it back to the Compton, or if you want to, you know, have and even if you want to have a ginger ale, you know, from Canada Dry, that's fine too. Compton, Canada Dry, right? Compton, we 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 going to Compton. We're gonna hit up Roscoe's. We're gonna go all around there, Compton. Shout out to the Lakers too. Well, yeah, uh, let's go Lakers. Come on, LeBron. We pay you too much money. You got to get us a chip, man. But I'd be uh, surprised you don't end the game five. <laughs> it could be tonight. Well, Rockets is dead. At the, at the time we're recording this, because today, you know, even though this drops at uh, midnight on Sundays, it's Saturday right now, Saturday afternoon. But uh, yeah, we, we by tomorrow, who knows? Lakers might be in the Western Conference Finals, but but yeah, once again, guys, pick who you want, but at the same time, they all got art, artistry in their own ways. Show yes, support sir. for the three. Show support for the three. They all great. And with that being said, we're gonna catch y'all next Sunday at midnight, same time, same place. It's been the Rap Lab, and we out. Yes, sir.